0: Hey everybody, what's up? I am Mark. I'm Alex. And this is... The Shotgun!
1: Gotta be careful with my air drumming. Because I got <laughs> stitches in my arm. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be careful. I got all I've been playing drums uh now that the the world is kind of pretending to go back to normal. Whatever's happening, they It's m- it's like a
0: new normal where there's something else going on that they're yeah. distracted by.
1: I don't know what's going on, but either way they're they're opening things up and we're playing gigs and they're not asking for any passes and they're not asking for no one's wearing any masks when they want to go to the bathroom or anything anymore, so that's kind of interesting, but I've been playing drums with these stitches in my arms, it's been kind of fun, so I got to be yeah. careful with my air drum. <laughs> How's wh- Mark? What's going on, man? How's things? Um. Well, you advertised
0: in uh, in one of your your videos there that you post to your page that uh, that I got a little bit of a streamer upgrade and yes, I'm really trying to work on uh, on streaming and all that stuff, getting getting back into that. And I I mean, out of everything, so anytime anybody's asked me like, oh, what games are you gonna? be playing and it's like oh okay well i do do horror i've got stuff coming up like uh jurassic world dominion when that comes out i have a telltale jurassic uh jurassic park game that i want to play as well as like i've never played bioshock and i know a lot of people who have and they're like you haven't played that (laughs) no (laughs) so i just started playing that and yeah so but the one thing that's drawn everybody because these games are more rare is uh specifically the saw games so saw uh, the one of my one. favorite movie franchises yeah and then uh, and then the game part two flesh and blood yep again the, these games they're they're so rare that like nobody's playing them on twitch and so i was so out of everybody even other streamers when they're like oh so what are you gonna play oh i'm gonna play this 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 and they're like oh yeah cool and saw one and saw two let me know
1: uh and it's like oh okay. okay that's a smart so do you have those yet do you have no no, no they'll be coming Next bail game. Are they expensive, though? What kind of Oh, they, they
0: are because they're more rare uh, Xbox games. So, like, you could get
1: Saw 1 for, like, 40 bucks. I think I talked to the last episode about my horrible mishap with having a Sega Saturn and then <laughs> yeah. going and going, hey, I'm going to buy a game for this, and it's $500. I was yeah. like, I guess I'm not buying games. <laughs> so I just hope it's not one of those situations yeah. where it's like, oh, you have to go behind the counter and blow the guy at the shop in order to get the <laughs> fucking, yeah, no.
0: Well, Saw 2 is the more popular one, and that one costs uh, $70 to get. For an those, Xbox yeah, 360 game, bad. that's kind of pricey.
1: That was the numbers I'm looking for for like, um, for like some of the the the, the more action adventure like Saturn games. But still, seventy dollars for this. I'm like, that game was okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but the, those Saw games are are pretty classic. I remember. Um, oh man, no, nah, this is a very appropriate moment to talk about this because it was today. We're going to be talking about. The post nineties, the two thousands, the two thousand to two thousand tens. And yet during this era, I remember that was when I was watching my my roommate was a huge video game guy, and I had this big beautiful CRT flat screen <laughs> back in two thousand and yeah. two thousand and five and two thousand and six, and he would uh, play Assassin's Creed on it because I was really bad at video games, and he had that Saw game. Yeah. He had I don't know which one he had, but he had one of them, and he had to solve all these puzzles, and he he was really bad. He needed me and his girlfriend. On the couch, and we would not participate unless there, he was like went out and was like, "Go get some beer or get some wine or something." You gotta get so he would go out and he'd be like, "Okay, I got, I got whatever you want. I got a box of wine for the girl. I got a case of beer for you Now sit down, <laughs> to help me figure this fucking game out, right?" Because yeah. I mean, to the, to this this era of the early two thousands, the availability to just go. I don't want to say it because my phone will activate, but I go, just go, Hey Google, where do I find the upgrade for this character in this game? And, and Hey Google's just like, you know, go to level three and jump onto the platform in the first section. And you're like, Oh fuck. Thank you. Google. Like, (laughs) that <laughs> it still did like it just doesn't it doesn't exist you know what I mean like yeah. it wasn't there yet you could probably google stuff and find like some text on pages of walkthroughs of games yeah. if you wanted to but it was still that was rare it was harder it was still you were still kind of on your own and uh, with things being released on, starting to get released online the content was being released in pieces so it was an interesting time in games it was a big transition it went from I mean
0: everything was a big transition going yeah, into to 2000 wrong. you go you, you're talking Y2K Right, oh my God! Yep. All of our technology we did not design to have a two at the beginning of the year. <laughs> What's going to happen? We're going to lose everything. Lights are going to shut off. The robots
1: are just going to become self-aware. They'll be like, we found the two. We found it. We're coming. Humans must be destroyed. aren't going to function. What is going to happen? Everyone saw The Matrix in 1999, and they're just like, this is what's coming. This is 2001. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, 2001 A Space Odyssey had been released, and everyone's just like, ah, it's only two years.
0: I was at I, I went to a Y two K party for for New Year's and there was yeah. there was somebody who got completely smashed and this girl was just like.
2: He's like, crying! Oh my god! It's like
0: oh my god! Just wait to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, he like, calmed down. And then like uh, you know, five, four, three, two, one. Nothing pretty, happens no. other than the ball dropping the same as every fucking New Year. It was the same as anything.
1: <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was only it, they waited. They waited till two thousand one, and then. Do they, you feel like a fool? Do you feel you should feel like one? Do you don't. Okay, well, you should. I, it was kind of interesting. I was never too worried about it. I, I, it's kind of fun, though, because I was like 12 or 13, whereas you were like 17 or 18 or something like that. So you were
2: you were yeah, out, you yeah, were out, out was, partying yeah.
1: like an adult, and I was at home watching. Metallica played that New Year's Eve, and I was like watching it. Like, oh, yeah, look, it's I love Metallica. They're great. I'm 12, and I think they're the best band with a guitar. Yay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like going through a big Metallica phase around then, I'd say. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I mean, even look at Metallica's change. I mean, holy Jesus Christ!
0: You know? <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, it- for for me, it was like real big because uh, when I was eighteen, so to the year two thousand in May, I, I turned eighteen, and shortly after that, that summer, my mom was like, "Hey, do you want to move out?" I was like, "Are you kicking me out? No, I'm giving you the choice." Fuck yeah, I want to move out. So I moved out, and uh, and that was my first step out into the world and, and, you know, I I could say I regret the decisions. <laughs> well, what were you doing
1: for work to afford to live on your own at that age?
0: Uh, at that time, I was, uh, I was... I want to say I was probably at
1: Tim Hortons. I was. Oh yeah, you can. I, I remember I was working at Tim Hortons. Yeah, but that was While when you was able highs? to. That was like. Oh yeah, it's affordable back then. But I was yeah. Well yeah. If we're comparing it today, you, you, there's no possible way. But it, yeah, back there was this thing called um, opportunity in Canada <laughs> yeah. back in the day, and it doesn't exist now. But it did back then, and you could leave your parents. I remember this shit. I was gone at uh, nineteen. I think it was nineteen. Yeah. I almost was twenty. I was almost twenty. But it was always, because it was kind of always, my mom was a single mom, so it was always kind of just me and mom, and then, you know, there was the stepdads in out and all this kind of shit, but it was always, at the end of the day, it was just kind of her and I. And yeah. then I realized at one point when I got into my, my 20s, I was just like, like, it just rent is just, it was it was cheap, right? Like, you could, it, was, it wasn't a big deal for me to go out and have my own rent, her have her own rent. Nowadays, everyone's just kind of like, why are we both paying $1,000 a month? Let's just share this shack, and then we can only pay five each, and then I'll have enough money to eat, too you know what i mean it's it's getting it's it's weird but 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 this
0: shack the shack that you're talking about sharing it leaks from the roof the walls there are bugs
1: crawling around in the walls yeah it's there are definitely bed bugs in the (laughs) shack no doubt no doubt about it yeah and yeah it's it's interesting um i just read an article the other day said oshawa is the most expensive place in ontario to live that's not toronto yeah (laughs) i did not that's like ottawa beat we've beat Like, some pretty nice cities that I would fucking run to, like, in a heartbeat (laughs) to get the fuck out of here. You know, we beat, you know, Kingston. We beat, oh, my God, we beat, I mean, I hate to say this, but Hamilton, there's a lot of jobs in Hamilton right now. There's money out there. It's kind of a gross city, but, you know, we beat them. (laughs) We beat, We we beat. and the Hamilton's got, like, Oakville and everything right there. Yeah. It's in the Golden Horseshoe. What do we have? We got Whitby on on the west, and we got fucking... Curtis on the right and uh, what the hell man what is going on yeah I don't know but yeah it's the rent situation is crazy but so you moved out on your own and how did that go uh, Part, it, did you party were you the party guy were you pounding the booze and I at that age
0: yeah yeah you yeah, were yeah. giving
1: it yeah. I see so yeah. I never knew this mark they're, I hear about this mark from uh, from our mutual friend Blake but I don't yeah but but like at, at
0: this time at this time like I, I was still kind of like yeah I have a fucking sister like, like that was my relationship with my sister's yeah, I have a fucking sister. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and when I moved out into this house that I was kind of splitting with my stepsister's boyfriend and his buddy. So we split on this house. And uh they were iron workers. Mm. So they they made the good money. Dude. So but the, like they'd have to work all over. They'd actually end up, oh, we're going to America. And I'm like, okay, cool. Just to let you know, I'm having a fucking party while oh, you're gone. Oh, they and, would leave?
2: Yeah. Oh, this
1: reminds... Okay, so this is like That's a good setup. I moved... I remember I lived into a place in Pickering in the in the 2000s when I first got with the... Uh, who ended up being my wife. And the people lived. We lived in the basement apartment. Huge, beautiful walkout basement apartment. And the people upstairs went on vacation every fucking weekend they went to cuba for like a week then (laughs) two weeks would go by and they would go for like from from on any long any long weekend every long weekend they would be gone the thursday they take the thursday they'd be gone wednesday night they'd leave for the whole weekend they come back on the tuesday i would oh my god the parties we would throw i would go rent drum kits (laughs) i wasn't allowed to have drums in the house i go rent drum kit i cut a whole album on the fucking weekend they were gone (laughs) it was a great man it was great So Uh, like the place to yourself a lot. In
0: line of saying, like, yeah, I have a fucking sister. So there are times where it's like, okay, I'm having a little bit of a party and and talking with my mom over the phone, she'd she'd say, Oh, you're having a couple people over? Yeah, I'm having a couple people over. Why don't you invite your sister? I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Invite your sister. I'm good, Mark. Invite your sister. I'm like, I don't want to because then she's gonna want to leave. And I'm not leaving my fucking house full of people to have to take her home. I'm not. And then, it's, oh, that's not going to happen. Uh, you want to bet it's going to happen? <laughs> it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. Invite your sister. Okay, Shannon, do you want to come? And then she's at this party, and then there's this guy there that she sees that she likes. And then she's like, oh, I really like this guy. And this guy's like... I like the Charlene girl. And, <laughs> then, and then, okay, now now I'm upset. I want to go home. And it's like, what, what? no, I'm not taking you home. Mark, bring your sister. I'm, I fucking warned you this was going to happen. How I'm far? not
1: fucking doing it. You should have just got hammered and you'd be like, I can't take her home. <laughs> yeah. If I did, we might not make it. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah, around the early 2000s, I was a little
1: bit of a fortune teller. Little bit. <laughs> little bit see that's the thing oh I <laughs> bet at my mom about this a lot I was actually on the phone the other day with her and I was just like man you screwed up with me and she's like what do you mean and I'm just like you made actually this is I was oh, oh maybe I shouldn't talk about it yeah <laughs> I said you taught me two things and it was the rudest thing you could do you taught me how to predict how to read people Yeah. and you taught me unconditional love and I have yet to have either of those things. Research. I've yet to... Like, I'm always disappointed with how right I am. Like, with you, with the sister thing. Yeah. I knew this was going to happen. You know what I mean? And I, I do it with everything. I've done it with customers. This guy's not going to pay me. You know, this this, this uh, repair, this this is not going to go well. You know, working at this job. Oh, I just started working at whatever place. This is not gonna go. This place sucks. Like the first day, I can call that I can't. I'm not gonna last. You know yeah. what I mean? And then on other places, you you start and you go, oh, I really like it here, but that guy hates me and he's friends with the owner and that's gonna fuck me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just get so good at, and I'm never disappointed and I'm never wrong. And it gets to the point where you just want to be. And then the yeah, like I said, the other thing was just you know loving people no matter how much of a fuck up they are. Just being like, yeah, I got you. I was like, yeah, thanks, mom. These things don't exist in the real world.
2: <laughs> but
0: anyways, well, it was, I mean, <laughs> I mean, here, here's the tricky thing when. When you're growing up with your sibling, it's like you are closer to your sibling than your than your parent is. Yes, and that that's the weird thing. So it's like, okay, if I'm gonna predict this, this is gonna happen with my sibling. Fucking listen to me, all right? Because I see her fucking every day, whereas you're off at fucking work. Yes, paying for everything, paying for paying the bills and all that. And then when you come, how home- old's your sister? She's two years younger than me. Okay. So, and then and then when she comes home and my my sister's all like, oh, well, mom, I'm happy you're home. You know, I miss you, blah, 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 blah. And like regular, it's like, yeah, but you missed all of the other shit in the <laughs> fucking part of the
1: day. All right? <laughs> so my sister was uh, 10 years younger than me. And then, yeah, so the early 2000s for me, I got to be a dad. It was 2002 when they broke up. And then she's like, "Yeah, here you go. But here's a two year old. I gotta go work three jobs so that we can go move out and live on our own." So I was crazy. So yeah, I was the same way, and yeah, I had the same kind of shit go down. I was very, it was very predict. Ugh, the predict. Yeah, you get really good at <laughs> predicting things because, you know, when you see a kid and you kind of raise a kid, you learn these patterns. You're you're an adult now, so you're not a child. Experiencing the chemical changes, you're the adult watching them happen, so you can analyze them and come up with hypotheses of, oh, what's this kind of, what's going to happen when the hormones kick in for this kid, and she goes to do that, you know what I mean? And you do, you get so good at it that then you can start taking that predictive behavior and applying it to other idiots in your life. I mean, with with the stuff that
0: happened in, in, like in the teen years and all that stuff. It's, it carries on through adulthood. Like, I mean, I'm not the closest with my sister now, but I still know it's like, okay, she'd probably do this. She'd probably do that. She'd probably, yeah, yeah.
1: you know, and, and actually, me and my mom have that conversation a lot because my, my sister doesn't talk to us at all. Yeah. Like, it's zero good communication. And we do this thing all the time where we're just like, because we haven't talked to her since. Right before COVID happened. So we're like, I wonder what her opinion on Vax stuff are. Oh, she's probably super pro Vax. Probably super, probably like, oh, everywhere should have a passport. Why are they getting (laughs) rid of the passports? Like, I don't know if it's true, but I imagine she's on the liberal side of these things. And it's just kind of funny. And then now I was, uh, this makes me feel so weird. I was dating a 25 year old. My sister was born in 97, and the girl I was dating was born in 96. Yeah. So it was a little, it was strange. It was really weird for me. But yeah. I got really good at predicting her behavior <laughs> so much to the point where I was just like, I can't like if, can, if I can do this. Like it got bad. I don't know if I ever talked about this,
0: but I need to talk about this. Um, so, I mean, in terms of like dating somebody who's, you know, not far off from your sister's age, whatever. You know, my brother dated somebody with the same name as my sister. Oh, I, could never. I, like, I couldn't never. I couldn't fucking oh, do that. no. Uh, and, and this girl ended up being like public enemy number one to me. Like, it was, I couldn't fucking stand. it. So, at this time, I wasn't driving and my brother uh, was. And so, I was like, okay, well, we both ended up working at uh, Walmart. And that's where he met this girl and, and started dating her. So he would drive her into work too. Mm-hmm. But at this time I was a smoker. So okay, so I was smoking and typically I get into the car and it usually in the back seat roll the window down, maybe have a smoke, but if my brother's driving he didn't like that so I wouldn't smoke. So there 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 was another reason I was rolling the window down in the back seat and that was because he kept picking up this girlfriend of his. Uh-huh. And this girl like okay, yes, having acne is a serious problem. I get that. It sucks. But at the same time, this girl, I didn't like her and she would get in and her face was caked with like medical ointment for the acne.
1: Okay. And
0: it would smell like, I don't know, like an open package of bologna. And I'm in the back of the car. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. So roll the window down. And my brother's oh my like, God. you better not be having to smoke back there. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm just trying to air out the car a little bit. I'm just trying to air out the car. From what? From your fucking girlfriend's acne cream, all right? Fuck. Uh. And, and then he would he would roll the window up and shut off the controls. And then I'd start fucking banging on the door. Fuck this. This mom's fucking car. You can't control me having the window down. And, like, it'd be a fight
2: on the it, way to work. Uh, like, oh, my fuck. God. <laughs> Oh, I'm my. dying back here. This is a gas chamber.
1: That, that, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That kind of <laughs> takes me back to when I was a kid, we had a Mustang. Oh my God, we should have talked about this in the 90s episode. And my parents would flick cigarettes and the fucking ashes could go in the back seat all over me all the time. I'd just be sitting there minding my business, just get a face full all the time.
2: Sorry! (laughs) (laughs)
1: Fucking two door fucking cars. So, I was in the back seat in an illegal booster seat. (laughs) You know, because back in the days, they didn't have all these laws and regulations about the kids in the back seat as much as they do now. We were like one of the last generations where. (laughs) You get pulled over with a six-year-old in the back seat that was like 60 pounds and he doesn't really, he didn't have a car seat, nobody cared. Yeah. You know, it wasn't really that big of a deal. But yeah, the 2000s, I think one of the things that I wanted to kind of touch on early 2000s was um, the big jump to 3D games, right? like you at the end of the 90s everybody was starting to make that you know you, you Mario 64 had come out and then the Dreamcast came out and then the PlayStation but then once 2000 hit it was universal it was yeah. kind of like okay there's no more of this 2D side scrolling shit it just it was gone and although it's kind of cool now that it's come back and there's some retros Mega Man had number, Mega Man 9 and 10 were back to their classic style like a retro vibe um uh, what else was a uh, Sonic uh, Mania came out, too, which is, you know was classic side scroller looking thing. But it's kind of a vintage. They're doing it in a vintage style, you know what I mean? They're doing it to kind of throwback at that moment. Everything became 3D, and you know games like Crash Bandicoot. Well,
0: I mean, I mean they had to try new things, and when they try new things with you know classic characters, and it's like okay, but why is this like this? That doesn't yes. work. The only thing that actually worked like that was indeed Mario. Mario 64 was very successful. To when uh, on the Wii. When the Wii came out, they had Super Mario Galaxy, which
1: was more of that 3D open world kind of spin. Galaxy out. was a fantastic game. Oh, I, I love that game. Yeah, the game yeah. was really, really good. I kind of think that was the last one. 64 was good. Galaxy, I really dug. Well, a,
0: GameCube, they had Super Mario Sunshine. That gets a lot of hate, I but don't, I really I enjoyed hated it.
1: I loved it. Fucking can't stand that. Loved it. That was the one that killed it for me. I never touched the Mario franchise after that. Like really? That was the last one. Yeah, I, I just gave up and was more of a Pokemon guy. I was like, if I'm going to fuck with Nintendo, it'll be Pokemon from now. <laughs> Pokemon, was that was another thing. The early 2000s, Pokemon had taken over. So what, oh, yeah. what did the movie, the first movie came out in 1998, <laughs> I think it was, Mewtwo Strikes Back. And then they come out with Pokemon 2000 in the year 2000, I remember. And it was one of the biggest grossing movies of that year. It was a
0: huge deal. There, there was a time like late 90s where uh, where if... Everybody was into something. I tend to walk the other way. Yeah. I, I tried to not be. I did that with Star Wars. Ever.
1: That's why I wasn't a big fan of the prequels because everybody was like, I got a Darth Maul fucking backpack. I was like, you don't even know who he is yet. The movie comes out in a month. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. Anyways, I just never understood it. Yeah. So and I kind of that. And that's why I never got into it until I was a little bit older. I'd seen the old ones and I was like, yeah, they're okay. Fuck those. Fuck these new ones. Yeah. But yeah, now they're my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> but yeah, no, when they were cool and they were out, I did not care
0: there was uh so when i was younger like like little kid young my mom had taken us to to drive-ins and when i got to go to the drive-in i loved it and appreciated it for everything it was and then throughout my teens i never got to go and then when i started driving i'm like i need to I find a fucking drive-through yeah the Lindsay. so so this is a funny story and the reason why i bring it up uh, get smart came out in 2008 uh, when, <laughs> when when did when did dark Knight come out 2007 2007 so when I was going to the drive-in in 2008, I realized I jumped up a few years, and we'll we'll kind of bounce back and forth throughout. But at the drive-in, Get Smart was playing with The Dark Knight, and my mom's like, "Oh, Mark, well, I haven't been to a drive-in in in many years. Could you could you uh, take me with you to the drive-in?" I was like, "Sure, okay, whatever." So uh, we go to the drive-in, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll bring a pillow. You know, I'll probably fall asleep uh, after Get Smart, you know, because." I, I don't really care for, for Batman. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> so we get there. We're, I don't care about Batman. We're, watch, we're watching the movie. Get smart. Sh- she had a good that time. That was what Steve Carell and... Steve Carell and The Rock and Anne Hathaway.
1: Anne Hathaway was... Yeah. Oh, that was when she was hot, too. She just did Love and Other <laughs> Drugs, and we got to see those yeah. those wonderful boobies of hers. <laughs> so she was in her prime. Yeah, and,
0: uh, and so The Dark Knight comes on, and my mom, who was allegedly supposed to put her head on that pillow and fall asleep. She was into this. Yo, the first
1: scene where Joker's (laughs) busting up the bank and just the music and the guy, he breaks the window and he shoots the thing and he goes across and each guy said, I was supposed to kill this guy. I was supposed to kill this guy. Now I was supposed to kill this guy. And I can't remember the fucking name of the bank manager. He's a big actor and he only had that small role and he gets shot. And you know, that I can't remember his name. He's a big actor. He yeah. played the bank manager at the beginning of that I, fucking I, movie.
0: The name that comes up in my head is Eric Stoltz. No, that's not it. No, Eric Stoltz was the original person of uh, of Back to the Future. <laughs>
1: He's been in a bunch of other <laughs> shit. Anyway,
0: um, he was he was actually an actor that when uh, the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot came out, and the, they saw that he was in it, they thought, oh no. They made Shredder a white guy, and it's like, okay, he's not Shredder. Yeah. Shut
1: up. <laughs> um. <laughs> but anyways, then the, the, uh, that he he the bank manager goes, "Do you have any idea, William Fichtner?" Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So do, do you have any idea who you're who you're messing with? And then he just pulls off the mask, and he goes, "I just believe that whatever doesn't kill you makes you a little stranger." Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the the bass drop, the boom when he pulls it off, yeah. and his face is creepier than the mask. Yeah. That moment. The first, I can just imagine your mom being like, oh, Batman's on whatever. And then boom, he pulls that off in that scene. And she's like, whoa, <laughs> this is a horror movie.
0: you know?" So, so a funny thing, by the end of that movie. Which is the greatest ending of all time. At the end of that movie, Batman is the villain. Yes. And my mom. Is you either is, die a hero and, or live long and enough to see yourself. And my mom is in tears. Villain. I'm like, why are you in tears? And she's like, <laughs>
2: because, because because he's not the superhero no, the I'm
1: like he's, he's whatever Gotham needs him to be he's what Gotham needs and I, I love it it's beautiful <laughs> it's a, it was a beautiful fucking movie man I'm sorry I'm with your mom that movie rocked me like ah, I'm so happy that I'm not the only one and I did go seeing it not expect I expected to see the new Batman movie yeah. which I was excited about because Batman Begins was great Yeah. but I thought they were going to just end it with the whole because yeah. he gives them the card on the on the rooftop and it was a perfect ending to segue into Batman 1989 really because that uh, you know the Joker's the main villain and they just went I guess I don't know they're like oh we're gonna get Heath to do it I was like that guy from 10 things I hate about you yeah. is gonna fight fu- oh, the guy the guy from a knight's tale The guy, the guy is the Brothers Grimm fucking guy? Is that fucking guy? (laughs) He's going to be the Joker, one of the most iconic and evil villains of all time. Okay, all right, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Yeah, and just fucking killed. Just one of the greatest villains, probably the greatest villain on screen ever. That's cool, man. I went back and saw it six times. I saw it the first time and loved it, and I went back six times. Four of them were with other people, like, you got to see this, I'll bring you. And then the two of the other two, I went with my band, the whole band. We played a gig. An afternoon gig. Yeah. Original bands do that. <laughs> Played an afternoon gig in Toronto. Then we went to Scarborough Town Center and watched it again. Oh my God. In, uh, well, going going to a, a black part of town to see movies is just so much more fun I'm sorry <laughs> going to see p- movies in a white part of town people just sit there and it's quiet and it's boring and, well, and maybe there's clapping yeah. but when you go to Scarborough Town Center and you go to see like a good movie or you like I went to see Straight Outta Compton there too like it's just it's, it's a party everybody's screaming and yelling and having fun it's like all your friend, best friends are there but nobody knows each other it's great They yeah. know they have much more of a sense of community I yeah. love it Oh man!
0: So I, I mean that that was the
1: highlight. My mom cried over Batman. I was like, I can't, I can't believe that. Chris Nolan, buddy. Chris, yeah, he, he he'll do it to you. I made my mom uh, watch. She, my mom hates movies about space. She hates yeah. movies about space. Fucking stupid! You know, there's no sound in space. Why is there sound? I can hear things. It's dumb. <laughs> you know. Um, why? What, what other things? I'm trying to think. Um, computers don't work like that in space. You know, that's this how it actually works. I read an article the other day. Like, she's very knowing all these things. So and uh. We wa- I made her watch Interstellar, yeah, and she loved it. She went, no, nope, they win. Chris Nolan wins again, so <laughs> he won my yeah. He was, she was like, that's a good space movie, and I think she's might even, I think she rewatched it when it came out on Netflix, yeah, because uh, obviously she's, a, I think she's a fan of uh, was that Jessica Chastain. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I can never tell if it's Bryce Dallas Howard or Jessica Chastain. <laughs> but yeah, uh, she was great at it. And I mean, as much as I love to... Oh my God. Family Guy ripped on Matthew McConaughey. He's so good. So good over that Lincoln commercial. It was oh, so... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I, you've seen it, but it's, they're making fun of his Lincoln commercial and he's driving doing his weird talk, but when he looks in the back, he's got a couple tied up and he's going to murder them. <laughs> it's so fucking funny, but he's still talking in that creepy
0: low voice. In 2009 is when I moved out with uh, with our mutual friend. With, with, yes. that, that was when we uh, ended up getting our first apartment together. And, like, the weekend after we moved into it, I got I had, like, this 48-hour flu where I, like, died on the couch. And when I was dying, I had uh, the Dark Knight movie in my Xbox. Oh. But the Dark Knight DVD, it just repeats. So, like, for 48 hours, I'd seen the Dark Knight at least 13
1: times uh, that will ruin any any movie for anybody but still,
0: it still didn't ruin it for me like I'm just that big of a Joker fanatic that every time like I'd be watching it and kind of doze off and come to and like oh it's at this part doze off come to oh it's at this part oh doze off come to so yes I saw it a bunch of times but like not Back to back, because I'd pass it, wake up. Oh, it's this part.
1: It's not just that. I mean, there's so many parts to it. The Joker's huge. It's a huge part of it. There's the line. There's the how did I get these scars stories and how there's different ones, which is sociopathic behavior to a T. Well written. Like, he did some research, you know? Yeah. And then Heath's delivery was obviously big too. Um, but Michael Caine. Okay, first off, Michael Caine, the scene where... He's at the party, and he grabs uh, fucking Maggie Gyllenhaal with the knife oh, and yeah. says, come here, you're, I oh, like she, you.
0: She wasn't expecting that. No, that she, was no
1: she flat out, they cut, there's a, there's a point where the camera goes, and if you fucking frame by frame it, you can see she's, he cut it right before she went, we're, we got, we're done, and she, she laughed for a while. She's like, I can't fucking deal with that right now. Like, She was upset. She's like, nobody prepared me for this. And Michael Caine was another one who said, he said, I've been doing movies forever and I've never seen a fucking set get so quiet and like who the fuck is this? Like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, are we making a movie or is this a joke? Like, this guy's fucking scary and he's really grabbing us and he's being physical and this is a little off. Uh, that And that scene, I mean, for us as as, as audience members is, is amazing but when they were making it it was really weird and yeah. difficult and she almost dropped the movie over it, man. Like, it's a good thing they signed a lot of paperwork before they do this and <laughs> Maggie might have gone home. Part yeah. of the reason I fucking hate her in that movie. But anyways, <laughs> uh, Katie was way better in that role yeah. in Batman Begins and it's too bad she was... I think she was pregnant. Pregnant. That's why she couldn't do it oh, okay. uh, because of the scheduling. But, anyways, it's not just that. Er- Eckhart as as Harvey Dent. Like oh, yeah. I mean, he doesn't get enough credit. The same way that I'm sure. Um, uh, he'll get his credit eventually. Uh, uh, the, uh, no, I was going to say Phil Collins. <laughs> I don't know why I was going to say that. What? The guy who's playing Penguin in, in the new Batman movie. Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell. <laughs> is, isn't getting as much credit as he deserves, but he's going to get his own show, so he'll get the credit yeah. then. But b- because of uh, Paul Dano and, and Pattinson and the, what, what they're doing on screen together. But yeah, I like that Eckhart was an amazing villain. I love, my favorite scene is when he tells him to lie. He says, lie to him. Tell your son it's gonna be okay. That is a sinister scene, that where he's telling him, and he does. Gordon, who's also oh fuck, uh, uh come on, Gary Oldman, yeah. The- so much that he's in anything from dune to uh fifth element fifth like. element like <laughs> he's just a god amongst men and and he does so many different so many different things but that was such a good role for him and i love that uh, yeah that that scene and he does he goes it's gonna be okay son oh it's heartbreaking that his delivery on that where he's telling him it's gonna be okay no full well that hey, this guy's gonna fucking kill him it was insane very 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 cool of course batman saves the day but still yeah. it was oh man there was that there's uh, the the tumbler. I think with that, no, that was that the second movie with the tumbler or the first one, it was in the first one. No. Was it in Batman begins? Oh wait, the tumbler, you're talking about the Batmobile. Yeah. The Batmobile that came, that were in those trilogies. Did it, was it? Yeah. So it It was was just, it was just redone in the second one. Oh, but it turned into a fucking motorcycle. Yes. The motor, okay. And then the scene, if you've ever seen how they made the scene where the truck flips, they, they put this giant 100,000 pound piston that they use in locomotive trains. (laughs) And they put it underneath and they fired it and they fired it so hard they had to get millions of dollars in permits from, I think it was the city of Philadelphia. So, cause it was destroying the ground. Yeah. Like it was destroying the fucking ground. This would hit the ground and they couldn't get it to flip. So they, they did it four or five times before they finally got this team of engineers to design this piston so that the truck would flip right like that. And they had to get it in one take. And that, that whole thing is one take. Yeah. There's no second truck. There's no second time. Unbelievable! So the stunts, crazy. They broke one of the only IMAX ca- cameras in existence, filming <laughs> the scene where he's shooting bazookas yeah. at Harvey's police escort, where he claims to be Batman and he's been arrested. And they just because they were in an under, they were actually in an underground, you know, highway passage like that in in Philly. Or what, so, uh, with, and they smashed the with, camera driving too fast.
0: <clears throat> with that being said, what I do want to touch on is, Christopher Nolan said he wanted to create a Batman world where Batman could exist in this world kind of thing. So he created uh, a a terrorist like Joker, an agent of chaos, if you will. But still, there were so many things that were like comic aspect. So Joker- There was some, you know, go make this pencil disappear. (laughs) Yeah. So Joker has henchmen. It never shows how he gets henchmen, but in this, he just takes henchmen from other an, yeah. another villain. It yeah. says, "Oh, we're gonna host tryouts, breaks a pool cue, and there's only one opening." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was brilliant. As well as when it comes down to like his play uh, and even settings, like you have. Oh, that. and then
1: getting the mob to hire him to kill Batman—that was genius yeah. setup too. That's how he gets all his money, yeah. so he can finance his craziness.
0: Yeah. You know, and uh, so even when it comes down to his setting and stuff you have a truck that says laughter and then they paint it on the S for slaughter. I'm like, that's classic Joker right there.
1: You know, just fucking hands sewed so much. And I just don't know. smaller
0: details. And it's like,
1: oh, Joker would do that. There's a few. Uh, also, the line, I'm like a dog chasing a car. I wouldn't know what to do if I got it. Like, yeah. that's just, oh, man. That was another perfect thing where it's it funny. It was like, <laughs> you know, it's picturing the Joker woof-woofing after. Like, I don't know. just He had so many good lines. But then he, I think that's what made Heath so good. Because he could make you laugh. The pencil scene, the try. I don't know. There was some, there was those. Oh, but <laughs> then there was the dark stuff. The interrogation where he's like, Boof. he's like, never start with a head. It makes the victim yeah. all fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> very very. Oh man. And, I, I, and when you when you watch behind the scenes, a lot of his is improv. A lot of what he do is improv. But I think the most comical classic Joker, I would say Mark Hamill esque Joker scene is. The button not working, and of course there's <laughs> yeah. a there's a malfunction with the explosives at the hospital, so they don't go. They actually don't go off. He was supposed to hit it. There was supposed to be an immediate explosion, and that was the scene. And 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 he fucking rolled with it. Yeah. And then acted surprised and went whoo and jumped up onto yeah. the bus. One hundred percent improv, one take after a, you know. And and Nolan's like that's the keeper. Like that's the, that's what made it so good was that he could go from that making you fall on the floor laughing at how genius it was. And it was a mistake. But then, um, when he looks Batman, and he goes, all your power and you can't hurt me. I hold all the cards like that moment too. He's just like, Jesus Christ is so well written. Like he's a, he's a, a genius psychop- psychopath. And I don't think they, they always made him out to be in the sixties. He was the genius psychopath, but he never did anything genius or really that sociopathic. He was just kind of a funny character. Yeah. And then Michael, or not my Michael Keaton and, and Nicholson, he was a psychopath, but it was, he was really a gangster at the end of the day. He was just a mobster that fell into some chemicals and just decided to kill people more now. Cause it yeah. was unrecognizable. This was the and then you Mark Hamill was very Mark Hamill and the writing team from anime series got it close. They got it very close because he did come up with schemes. You know the laughing gas, which was kind of stolen from the uh, 1989 one, but he did it in a different way where people didn't just go crazy; they were all dying and stuff. Anyways, yeah. he was sinister and he had some cool stuff. He captured Robin and like tortured him and shit. It was cool. They got they got some cool shit with him, but it wasn't until Heath Ledger that I think that they 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 were like ah that's actually it. Yeah, you know the makeup didn't matter how and, pretty it was. And so, so this isn't
0: two uh, thousands, but I, I do have to bring up Leto, and the reason why it was a fail for me is because they made him a club owning crime boss.
1: I, I know I, I don't know if you've heard, but David Ayer, Ayer um has said that the cut, like there's a cut, like the Snyder yeah. cut, that would that he would that you would completely redeem him if yeah, they but, would allow it. But
0: I mean, it, it was the way Leto brought that. Uh, so if you look at the method of of Heath Ledger, his method acting, compared to like, oh, I got a rat in the in a package because Jared Leto sent me a rat, thinking that that was what Joker would do. I'm yeah. Like, hey, that's, that's a little different. Uh, and so, I mean, he was designed different for that movie, and, and that was how it was written. Whether David Ayer says, there's a whole bunch of scenes that would redeem it. It's like, okay, but does he still run a club?
1: Yeah. What about, did you see him in the Snyder Cut? in the post apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, and, and I liked that though. And I, I see I, I liked, Jared. I like that too. I like I could see Leto's poten- potential. Yeah. Perhaps. If they given liked, him a trilogy. I or, liked
0: I liked the the uh Snyder cut Joker better than the Ayer written 100%. Joker. 100%. Snyder still took that same Joker but wrote him differently.
1: Well, he was a little broken at that point. He it, was
0: he was a little more insane and there was yeah, I mean he's not a club owner.
1: <laughs> okay, but I, I kind of like. I, I'll give you. I, I'll give you that, but I, I don't know. I, I can see them developing it. Like I, I don't think people give characters enough time to develop these days, and I think that they did that with Joker a lot. Like I think that it, he might have started as crime boss, club owner, but they were working him into being the psychopath that he ends up being in the Dark Knight in the post. What do they call well, that? In the post, the. Apocalypse wins world. Well, well, okay, so... What do they call what, that? The future this, where Superman what goes back.
0: What is the Star Wars line? We don't deal in absolutes? Yes. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Okay. But I think to permanently scar your body with tattoos is an absolute because it's there. And I don't see Joker as being like, am I going to permanently enjoy this, this smile tattoo that I have on my hand to cover my mouth? Like, okay, I think it's just trying too hard to make him maniacal.
1: I'll give you that. Okay. Trying to, I'll give you that 100%. I'll give you that. <laughs> I just, like I said, I think that they needed to give him more time. I do, the reason I say this too is because I kind of like Jared Leto. Like, I like his band. I think they're good. I think he's very oh, creative. I love, I and love, I like, Leto. and I like Leto in a lot of I shit. I am very excited to see Morbius. I am very excited Me for too. Morbius. Me too. And I'm, I'm, I wish, like I said, I just, I, I think that if they'd given him more time, it would have been cooler. But, you know, it's kind of like that whole you know, in another universe, you just got to be able to kind of close it. Right? Yeah. Like, for instance, for me, like, you know, the new, the Sonic movies are never going to incorporate some of my characters that I love because... There was that big lawsuit with Ken Penders, and the, he, they're never going to—they lost. Like, they lost, so there's no way that they're ever going to bring Sally or they're ever going to bring some of these characters back. Yeah. You just got to be okay with it. Same with these—I hate to say this for the Star Wars fans, but a lot of people out there are just like, they're going to bring this back and Mary Jade and this, that. Like, no, it's like, that's not going to happen, guys. It's, done. it's not going to happen. <laughs> We're going to retcon the sequels. Okay, just keep dreaming, guys. just I don't think they're going to do that. I think it's going to be—
0: uh, no, I think going forward, Star Wars is going to be completely different with Dave Filoni in it. Oh, know? they're just going to focus
1: on stuff from before the sequels, though. That's all. Just they're not. They're not going to. You know what I mean? They're, the Mandalorian takes place five years after, and the sequels take place like twenty five years after the the old ones. So they're yeah. they're just going to keep filling in that space and leaving the sequels. They're not going to retcon them. Yeah, they're not. They're but I wish they would, but they not But they can't. They can't really do that. So, anyways, they're, uh, but it's going to be great. Uh, the Ahsoka shows, they got so much shit going on. The Ahsoka Show Mandalorian Season 3 is uh, being written right now, and they've just cast, I don't know, some famous guy that I read about that everyone's excited about. He'll be in it. Um, but let's, t- okay, I know it's the 2000s episode, but we'll take a quick break. Did you see the Obi-Wan trailer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> I can't. But Dude. Like- i oh, very- I cried so hard when he was watching little Luke on top of the fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just picturing that that's the same scene where anime, Anakin and Padme, like, he buried his mom. Like, right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and all the darkness that happened. And but I'm just very, it. very upset at the fact that...
0: Uh, who was it? Kathleen Kennedy uh, who came out and said like, Oh, we wrote, we rewrote a very grim storyline for Obi Wan." I'm like, wait, wait, what do you yeah. mean you, re, you rewrote? Okay. Oh yeah. Darth Maul was in it, but he's not going to be in it anymore. Wait, what? Why, do, why would you do that?
1: Okay. And there's a reason. And it was because there's, it's not just Kathleen Kennedy. It was Filoni actually. It okay. was a big part of now. And, and I'm with you. I love the dark. I love it. But Filoni actually in the interview that I read said, I had this conversation with George when I I I sent him some drafts and some screenshots of what we were doing with Obi Wan, and he sent me back an email saying, "Don't forget these stories are supposed to give kids hope," and it made me rethink everything. That's what it that was the it was Lucas himself that said, "Don't for like when he got." He gets everything first. Yeah. He gets the first draft of anything before the, the actors are getting it, just to get his his. You know, he doesn't get a say okay. in shit, but they want to know what he thinks. And F- Filoni sent him what they had come up with and what he was writing with Ahsoka, and he said, "You remember, this is supposed to give these kids hope. You know, it's darkness is good, but it's got to have a bit of that. So I think that's why the other yeah, thing but, was Vader I mean, wasn't really in it when Maul was in it. They didn't do, they couldn't do both, so yeah. they cut Vader and Hayden Christensen, and I think they were seeing how much people were anticipating Hayden's return. And they're like, if we only give him six minutes of this whole series, people are going to lose it. We should get rid of them all and give him some more story. So I, that's what I heard. Yeah. It's where it's coming from. I'll- but I, I'm going to say in
0: regards to the, uh, I mean, the dark and the hope and stuff, it's like, okay, but the
1: rest that are out there, give them hope. I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on the fact that there was, okay. What is the first line? I know this is pure nerd, but in the new hope, What is the first line? It's a dark time.
2: Yeah.
1: The first line of the scroll, of the opening scroll, the first thing they say is, it is not fucking good out there. (laughs) It's bad. So make it bad. And that's why I like Rebels. Yeah. Okay? Rebels, and I'm ruining things if you haven't seen it. It kills everybody. Everyone in that fucking- Oh my God, I was going to watch that tomorrow. You son of a bitch. Everyone in that fucking show pretty much dies that you love and that you like. And I I kind of like that. Oh, kind of like Game of Thrones. If I had crickets right now, I'd be playing crickets. No. <laughs> I don't know. Game of Game of Thrones not only kills everybody but they write horribly disappointing stories for them. Sorry. I just When everyone died Baldwin was so happy that their sacrifice helped the rebellion become what Luke Skywalker joined. Why do you keep saying Baldwin?
0: You always say oh it's Baldwin and then you're like no wait, it's not Baldwin. What I say? You said Baldwin. Again. What was yes. I supposed to say? The the guy that's not Baldwin? <laughs> Al Guinness. It, yeah, Guinness. Not Baldwin.
1: <laughs> Baldwin's not in Star Wars. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's, he's out there shooting. He's, shoot, he's captain motherfuckers <laughs> like it ain't no thing. Anyways, the tra- I'm happy that they're going to have more Darth Vader. I'm willing to take it. Um, The the other thing that I think is kind of cool that, I don't know if you saw, but you, you've, we've played Fallen Order. So yeah. the, grand, the, the Grand Inquisitor Fortress that's on that water planet that you end up going at the final... Yeah. Uh, level and you instead of entering from the main part, you swim in. Yeah. Is in this show and that's where the Grand Inquisitor hangs out and trains people. <laughs> I can't wait to see that.
0: Okay, so you sent me uh, an invite into a group a while ago about uh, people that just hate the uh, the <laughs> the Star Wars sequels. Yeah, they are bad. They are bad, and with the image of uh, the actor who's playing the Grand Inquisitor, it's oh my god the amount of hate. That they're giving. Yeah. It's like, it's not the actor's fault that character design went down the shitter just because the grand inquisitor has like a long narrow head you know, they,
1: it, it looks like a shorter, rounder
0: head. Uh, However, that could be an angle. We'll have to see. <laughs> I
1: still, I will admit, when I first saw people complaining about it, I saw the Grand Inquisitor, and I knew it was him right away. Yeah. I went, oh, he looks a little different, but it's live action. It might be hard to get the fat head going. Yeah. And then I remember, but then I saw the meme where they show the Revenge of the Sith scene, where um, I didn't realize that yeah, the, yeah. that race is from Utapau. Yeah. So when Obi-Wan goes to search for General Grievous on Utapau, and he meets that guy, and, he, and the guy leans in and he goes, there are troops hiding. Save us! And he's all yeah. scared. I was like, "Oh yeah, that guy does look really good." Yeah. If they just took that same kind of aesthetic and painted that symbol on, took out the wrinkles.
0: Okay, you do have a perfect well, Grand Inquisitor. He's, he's supposed to have wrinkles. He's got lines. Even the Grand Inquisitor has lines.
1: Some, but that's the red symbol. It was that other guy in there was like an elder yeah. in that scene. If they just they made it, just made him look like a bit of younger version of that race. Yeah. Then, yeah, okay, I'm with it. But I, I don't care enough. People made the same whining about Ahsoka's oh, yeah, headpiece. Her, uh, and I was her, like, her do you kid. know how... Like, Rosario Dawson probably was fucking fed up enough for the six hours of makeup.
0: Uh, yeah, it was uh, also really hard to do the stunts with
1: the you, longer impossible Doing crazy stunts. So, with longer ones, and I always, I'm going to be honest, when I saw Ahsoka in Rebels and she had the bigger headpiece, I always thought it looked stupid. It it was too much. There's so much
0: fan art about checking out Ahsoka's ass and like, oh, she got like a naked ass and showing the backside. I don't understand. What the fuck? Ahsoka's.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll be honest with you. Any Star Wars group I'm a part of, the minute there's any sexual memes, I immediately am out of the group. I'm done. Anybody that's sexualizing Twilights, anybody that sexualizes Harrison Dula, anybody that does any of that shit like Star Wars is is a, is a fun universe and the Twilights are clearly the whores of the universe. All, it's pretty obvious they're in all the sex scenes. They're in all the strip clubs. Yeah. You know, it's pretty odd. Like they have their, that spice is clearly like cocaine or heroin. Okay. Quite obviously it can, <laughs> can be used to make pharmaceuticals to save people, but it's also really good for getting high. Like it's just pretty obvious what they've done. Just yeah. take it for what it is. Don't. Don't sexualize Star Wars. Ahsoka is a character that was, number one, completely 100% made up in a a fat guy who wears a cowboy hat's brain. Okay? So when you're masturbating to her, I want you to think Dave Filoni also whacking it. Okay? Think about this. Because, I mean, it was his genius that made her. She's an adorable character, and I love her, and I love that he made her. But that's the guy. That's where that came from. She's not real. Then they got this blonde... I hope people hear this and like, fuck, man, you just ruined my whack-off sesh. Good, good. That's my goal. Okay? <laughs> and then and then you go from there, then you get Ashley Eckstein doing the voice. Now, I can see this. Ashley's pretty cute, okay? You want to beat so, off to Ashley? I Have at I just, just want to say for all those... But just know that you're beating off to Ahsoka's voice and not her herself. I just,
0: w- just want to let everybody know whose whack-out sesh was just ruined by Alex. We did pass 500 downloads, and he's got to come service you
2: himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't worry. I'm going to get the juices flowing again. Don't
0: worry. He's going to take Culp over where you left off. on the
2: way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then last but not least, okay, after... The Ashley Eckstein and and Dave Filoni created this girl. She has become Rosario Dawson. So the girl who goes, you never go ass to mouth.
2: That <laughs> is who you're
1: truly masturbating to if you're masturbating to Ahsoka. Yeah. So if you're going to do it, beat off to Rosario as Ahsoka and nothing but. Because the rest of them don't exist and you have a problem. You're weird. You probably also <laughs> like tentacle porn. Seek help. Put down the cheesies. I'm sorry your dad touched you when you were a kid. Put on he, some pants. must have ruined you. And go out somewhere. Therapy. It's the answer to everything. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, Star Wars is... Um, the Obi-Wan thing looks really cool. I'm excited for it. Um, now, here's the other thing people are, are wondering how much influence Filoni Favreau will have. Keep in mind, Deborah Chow is directing every episode and was a huge part of, 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 of writing it and all that stuff. So, it's going to be mostly her. So, it might be a very different direction. Filoni and Favreau and all those boys are in the middle of doing Mandalorian right now. And uh, Ahsoka, the show, that she, that's all happening. So, yeah. They're busy, so this is not theirs. So we're I I I think there's going to be a lot of hate. I'm going to love it because Ewan, just to watch him sit in the desert and suffer or do whatever whatever he does, I don't care if he takes a shit in the Tatooine desert, picks it up, grills it, eats it, and then continues walking, and that's the show. I would watch that. Yeah. It's worth it to me just so I could watch him stew in his own failure <laughs> of the in the failure of the jedi yeah it is that's what the, this is about is the failure of oh the jedi man, there's gonna be
0: there's gonna be an episode where you know obi-wan's just sitting in his cave dwelling kind of sad over anakin he's got a bowl of cheesies and he's watching a fucking video of a naked Twi'lek fucking person like god damn it we were <laughs> talking about destroying this shit <laughs> and they set it up in an episode
1: of obi I love it. I hope so. Star Wars porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, so 2000s. So 2000s. So
0: I, I do want to mention. I like 2000s for a long time. PlayStation when, when it Two. Came to, PlayStation
1: Two took over the world in the 2000s.
0: When it came to Halloween, in 2000s, I was less more. I was less along the lines of, uh, like, hey, let's go party. I was like let's just do something else. And in two when Saw 2 came out, I actually ended up going to the movies with my brother on Halloween, which was something like I didn't do often. I was like let's let's go check out a horror movie on Halloween. So we went out and we saw Saw 2. First off, my brother now he says he didn't do this on purpose. My brother drove and he drives a manual. And we were going out to uh the Cineplex theaters before it was AMC, and uh, and he's on Champlain and he's driving through an intersection and his car drifted. I'm like, okay, this isn't Oshawa drift, all right, you settle down. <laughs> <laughs> and we get into the theater and we watch the movie. We both enjoyed it, but when we were coming out. My brother and I, we actually both thought very much alike. We were just like, well, this, would, this wouldn't have happened if this person were involved or if that person were involved. I think Saw Two is the one where they're uh, trapped in a house, right? Yes. Yeah. So we're like, could you imagine this person trapped in the house? What if this person... Like, we have, like, a lot of what-ifs going through yeah, our brain. Okay. And that essentially dissected the entire movie as we came out. We did enjoy the movie, but it's like, oh, man, could you imagine if, like... Somebody like Bruce Banner was trapped in there, and it's like I want to play a game. <laughs> and they're trying to like, now you uh, you tried to help this person, but in helping this person, you actually helped destroy this person. So we're gonna put you through a tough choice. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I punched through the wall. and It's like, well, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, this, the, this is not good. This <laughs> yeah. is not good.
1: Yeah, um, yeah the, I don't know the saw the saw movies. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a very two thousand thing. I think the yeah. the first one came out. In Japan, like the short, there was it was based on a short, put the two guys in the room. When did, was it okay, you was made it, it sound like a porn. What? It was <laughs> a 2003. <laughs> Another. F- I just need to see it. Because I'm going to be honest, I'm a pretty big fan of the Saw franchise. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I fucking love <laughs> When it. people are like, oh, Spyro fucking sucked ass, you're like, no, it didn't. Those people, those people can suck too. a dick, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, people are too, too hard on them. And I, even the shitty ones, even the shitty Saw movies, I can find moments where I really like them or they're kind of funny. And they always have cool actors. Like, there's always an a- Remember when Chester Bennington was in fucking Saw? Like, that was so cool. Yeah. So, the first Saw came out in 2004. Okay. So, and it was based on the short from the year before. So, I loved the first four. I think the first four were good. After I thought it was
0: such a unique idea. Like, it was along the no lines... No one had touched of, it. It was along the lines of Cube. It wasn't just, the, like, the basic slasher. It was like, okay, well, you have to solve a puzzle.
1: Like, and it was stinky. Like, like you know, when, uh, my favorite part was the, <laughs> the music at the end. Da-da-da! Da-da-da! Da-da-da-da! da da, 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 da. <laughs> Like, when they were explaining... I, I wish actually. you guys
0: could see his
1: <laughs> the way his head was bobbing. <laughs> Da-da-da. Da-da-da. It was so intense. And he's just like, What actually happened was, I went to the hospital and changed the syringes, and that person's been dead for two weeks, and you thought they were alive because these computer screens and this, and Jesus has given me this. And it's just explaining everything, and you're like, ah! And then it's just like, directed by. That's the, <laughs> and That's how they ended all those movies. And I think it was kind of like, We were talking in the car earlier about binge-worthy. The idea of um, binge-worthy, that basically just entails that at the end of whatever you're watching, there's a hook... It can easily be avoided if you want the show to not have a hook. How did we? Uh, have to create How did a hook?
0: we get onto that topic of
1: uh, of of binging? What did what? Did I was talking, talking about talking about what we're going to do in the next episode all the time.
0: No, 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 no. You were saying somebody actually came up to you and said, "Oh that yeah,
1: the binge, yes, yes that, yes, that we were binge worthy. So somebody, uh, a buddy of mine, came up to me at a gig. I was playing with No One Draws. So St. Patrick's Day just went by, and I was playing at the Fox and the Goose, which is this bar in South Oshawa That's uh Interesting place to play. Let's put it that way. There's a lot of characters. <laughs> a lot of characters in yep, and out of that down place. down there. Yep. It's a lot of characters. And now the GM's back up and running. I'm sure will only be a bigger, crazier, more fun cast of characters coming in. So uh I was playing and this guy came up and went excuse me, hiccuping. He says, um I listened to your few episodes of your podcast at work the other day, and I just got addicted. I got stuck. I was like, that's really funny. And, it, and it, two hours of my shift just went by. And so I grabbed another one. And so I spent the whole fucking week just binging you guys, just like ripping through five, four three, four episodes a night, uh, uh on a, on a awesome. and I thought that was that. awesome. And I was like, I could not listen to myself for six hours talk. Huh? He's like, no, I was, some of them are really funny. Says, and it was cool because you know you got a serious episode, and I'd get kind of like get into serious mode, and then I have a funny episode, and I'd be laughing with you guys. He was like, it got me through my shift. I was like, fuck, that's so cool because I do that. Like, I have yeah. podcasts, I have television shows, I have star for me Star Wars when I'm really in a bad place. Yeah. <laughs> star Wars is my go home and just like let's just let's just watch something that I know is gonna make me happy. So it's cool that we're doing that. I so, love it.
0: Okay, so there's one thing I want to mention in regards to that is that we're both human beings. We. Both both get super duper frustrated with uh, the way society life. can be run as well as life. And I'm getting pretty
1: frustrated with gas and grocery prices, yeah. I'll tell
0: you. So we can we can rant and vent about that, but when we get... Doing that too much, it's like, okay, we got to dial it back because not everybody's going to want to hear only that. Exactly. And some people are going to want to escape. So we're going to talk about some some of the other
1: Which things. Which is why, considering, you know, the, the, the COVID thing has been letting up and the Ukraine and the World War... Uh, you know uh, stage has got crazy we just haven't been talking about any of it yeah. we've spent uh, we've got our 80s episode 90s episode this episode 2000s and you know we've we're gonna get the hot ones episode part two hot runs happening probably in the next hot runs oh yep. uh, I can't wait I'm hoping I don't know we wanted to do it in March we'll see we'll do it in the next few weeks for sure um but yeah just stuff that's kind of more lighthearted and fun because it's also like this is fun for us too like as yeah. much as me and Mark love to talk about the world and, 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 and I loved ranting about the, the trucks and everything that went down in Ottawa and how shitty our prime minister is. It's, it is it is nice to, you know, when we come to do this, to forget about yeah. all that shit and talk a little bit about stuff. Like, I don't know. My, I, I did encourage my mom to listen to the 80s episode because she was mentioned a lot in it. And I said, <laughs> mom, and there's so many great stories, mom. You, you got to listen. So she, she listened to the whole thing because my mom uh, recently fucked her. She collapsed her lung. She oh. went to the hospital. I had to put a tube in and everything like that. So uh, oh, I feel so bad for her, man. Fucking in your fifties there. She just can't get a break. So anyway, so she's been on her ass basically yeah. because getting up to walk to the bathroom with three busted ribs. And then you just go out
0: to her and say, well, apparently we're binge worthy. So. So she,
1: no, she's been. So she, <laughs> she listened to that whole 80s episode, everything she went, you know, fun stuff. It, it is helping take people's mind. But I think that when we were doing episodes 18, 19, and 20 a couple months ago and we, and you know, things, we were back in a lockdown, a fresh Christmas lockdown. They took our Christmas from us. Those fucks. Don't but. forget, guys. Anyways, and, and, and then we were working into the convoy and all that stuff. Like, I think it was important, too, because it was a hot topic and people were passionate about it. And for a few months, it was good to stay informed. And then just as people started getting tired of hearing about what the fuck's going on, that's when we transitioned into more fun shit. So we're kind of rolling with the punches. We can, we can roll with the punches. But at the same time, one of the
0: things that makes us, and I'm quoting one of our listeners, relatable... Is the fact that, yes, we do vent about things that frustrate us. Yes, we do vent about shit that's got us down and depressed. And we come right out of it. And in saying that, the Shaw Pod's kind of therapy for us both because we can both have and a it shit is. week.
1: Oh, it is. I, f- I Every time, I mean, first off, me and Mark have really good conversations uh, before, during the week. You know, before the podcast happens and during the week. Sometimes about just what's going on in the world because it might be something we want to talk about Uh, or maybe just about, hey, uh, someone sent us, I know when we first got our logo or when we got the cartoons or when we passed 500 downloads, I always ask you for updates on where we are at on the streaming platforms and you send me the screenshots and all the shit and it's nice to, it's, you know, so there's communication there which is nice, then we shoot shit and talk about things on the day of and it's just a good, it's a therapeutic day so if we can be therapeutic for other people, man. I don't know. It's good. It's good shit. It, it really is. Maybe one day we can sell some ad time and make money doing this. You know, send your tax deductible donations too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll get there at some point. But um, yeah, this I've, I've the two doing these two thousands episodes has been really really cool. It's too bad that we weren't alive in the seventies. If we can't time travel, oh, so well, we could so do a seventies well, well, episode.
0: We're gonna do that, and then we're gonna get feedback like you
1: guys were totally wrong, and be like, that's okay, because we weren't alive. I'm talking about playing. Super Mario, like the original, or yeah. playing Ghosts and Ghouls, or playing the first Earthworm Jim, and just being like, I broke fucking controllers. I I, I would lose my mind over the oh, shit. Yeah. But the persistence, like just learning, you know, going to school and some kid would be like, well, I got to this level and you're like, what? How? He's like, oh, I spent like six hours, bro. I got my older brother to help me out.
2: <gasps> you know, that was
1: always the thing. Like I, or, 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 or some kid would come in and go, I got this episode of Nintendo Power with Chico. <gasps> Mega you Man know, X. I, I, you know
0: something I'm actually disappointed that we didn't talk about was pogs. Pogs was such a huge thing Ooh. in the 90s. My kid like, got his ass handed to him over pogs. And but and before before pogs was marbles, like like my Marble. elementary shit yep. was like it was, it was like Kongs. Before Kongs, it was boulders.
1: I definitely remember <laughs> playing marbles in the out and like especially it sucked because this time of year when it was just getting like thawed out. You wanted to play so bad, but it was muddy, so you have to go find like the driest part of the field so you yeah. could play. Oh man, oh, yeah. that was good times. Yeah. I was horrible at marbles. I was on my bad. Wish at I wish I was good at more
0: marbles. I, I was I, I always ended up buying like a big. stack, I know. and then the I fucking one, lose them all. The
1: good ones I had were all purchased, and yeah. any I lost the good ones I had because I was trying to. I just I'd get it. I'd win a one good marble and be like, oh that one's awesome, and then I just bet it against something really cool and lose it immediately.
0: Was <laughs> there ever uh Was there ever a? Like did you ever experience like a scramble's like scrambles and somebody would just throw a marble for somebody to get you know and like everybody's hoping to get it and then you'd kind of see like a ba-dink, and it would hit somebody no, and oh we never- my god we have an injury man down man down
1: no we were we never did that all the poor uh, kids at my school held onto their marbles like they were <laughs> currency yeah. yeah definitely um I, but pogs man the pogs was was like i remember they had I had a Batman Forever Pog. It was gold and it had the Batman Forever logo on it and it was yeah. like my prized possession because it was limited edition. They only made them for like a week at McDonald's before they ran out and then they started selling the cups yeah. instead. And like so many so many companies
0: would come out to make Pog if they weren't brand named. They were kind of cheap and kind of like yes. warped.
1: Easy. And it's like automatically. You could pick them out easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Pogs did that was so special about the plastic or the shape or whatever it was but you knew it was real Pog right away. Yeah. Some people would be like, hey, oh please this like, don't f- get this the fuck out of here get this bottle cap out of my face son I'll show you a pog look at my Batman forever pog and drool bitch this is like a holographic Charizard six years before they exist it's don't like, forget okay
0: Pogs started out with like the, the the plastic slammers and then they started getting metal and then the metal ended up becoming like a saw blade and you're like oh shit I have a fucking I have, we- I have a
1: weapon I have a fucking shuriken I get like charged with possession of a deadly weapon in my school <laughs> mom well, why'd you get sent home I brought my Pogs to school got charged with assault <laughs> it's like what the fuck um, oh man, I remember did you throw it at somebody actually no I just tried to bounce it and it just the commercials. the commercials for Pogs they just <laughs> made them <laughs> <laughs> they just made them out to be like, there was just this heavy guitar music and the kids were like, whoa, ha, ah, jeez wow whoa, crazy, bingo. Like it was just just the expressions. It was just such a big deal. Like, oh man. Yeah. Okay. There's our Pog reminiscence. <laughs> Fuck man. Um, so in
0: 1999, what started off for the next trend of kind of Pogs was Beyblades. And Beyblades worked its way into 2000s. And I always thought that was weird. I'm like, oh, it's just fancy tops. It's battle, Can we talk about Beanie Babies? Tops. Is that a '90s or a '2000s thing? A beanie Babies is like, a, is like a fucking '60s
1: to '70s to '80s. Is to it 90s really? To, because I just yeah, I remember like McDonald's old, had exclusive ones in the '90s, and then in my sister in the '2000s, she started collecting them, and they were some of these fucking things were worth a couple hundred dollars. Like I couldn't believe wh- I went and bought her one. It cost me like fifty bucks, and it was worth like two or three hundred dollars a couple years later because I got her some Bratz Beanie Baby custom. Okay, no, Beanie things. Babies
0: started in 1986. So it was See, the suck, 80s. suck
1: my dick, Mark, for fuck's sake! But still, the eighties, the nineties, the 2000s. Yeah, but it, they were so. In the, but I think the two thousands is when they started getting like value. Like they started being like, okay, so that one from eighty six is worth some cash now.
2: You know uh, what I mean? I just, or that I limited think,
1: edition platypus from the nineteen ninety four McDonald's <laughs> is worth something. I had that purple platypus. This worth forty five dollars. <laughs> That's good cash for a fourteen year old. It's just the
0: generations changing.
1: It's it's yes. just like oh okay, well you like your stuffies. Okay, well we're gonna.
0: Put some on the market.
1: That I'm are worth so something. gay for that. I have a Mega Man <laughs> fucking little stuffy that I, it's just I love him. I was sat him on my TV when I was playing Mega Man X I the mean, anime. it it
0: <laughs> makes for some all right stuff. So my youngest he. He's all about stuffies. He loves his yeah. stuffies, but he, he likes a lot of Roblox and created characters that it's like, oh, okay. So you want the super duper rare shit that somebody oh made God. a custom model of that costs like knows. 90 bucks for a small ass fucking custom stuffy. So your
1: eight year old has expensive taste, <laughs> yeah. uh, very expensive yeah. taste,
0: but I mean, that's not as bad. So when it's like, okay, mom, I want to get the stuffy. It's like, okay, fine, I'll get you the one custom stuffy and I'll get you this. And it's like, what else do you want? Oh, I want some video games, but I know dad's going to get that. It's like, oh, okay, so you're getting like (laughs) the fucking expensive technology from
1: dad and you're getting the expensive stuffies from mom. See, I'm not sure if you know this, but but you, yeah, you didn't, your, your dad passed away. So you don't have, didn't have the same experience that I had. I, for a very short time when my real dad was still around and I was doing the every other weekend thing. And then yeah. my mom had a stepdad. I got two Christmases. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it was dope. And I played my parents against each other like that. So good. <laughs> the, Cause I mean, I knew in the back of my head that it was a time bomb with dad probably and that my mom's new marriage with stepdad was also a time bomb yeah. so I was like I'ma milk this motherfucking cow as long as this thing has udders until these udders come off okay <laughs> because I saw so I, for like the three years that that was a thing three or four years I did I got two Christmases it was pretty doubt man I'd wake up in the morning at my mom's place and I remember the stepdad had gotten you know Mr. OJ crazy 80s OJ who yeah. given up his, his Satan's Choice fucking running <laughs> In the club's lifestyle was now driving a truck, so he was making cash. He was making good money, and this was when, fuck, I'll never forget, man. Him making like seventy or eighty thousand dollars a year. I made eighty thousand dollars a year when I worked with my wife, and we were broke ass motherfuckers, and we could barely. We never afford a house. Yeah. Okay, my parents were were living like kings with us, me and my sister <laughs> at that time. We had a SNES, a Genesis, and a PlayStation yeah. all at the same time at the, at one point. I mean we grew up really poor and I was going to other people's houses but eventually by the time my sister came around it was was nice. So yeah the two Christmases you get up and you open your shit at mom's and then you cart over to dad's and then you open all that shit up and sometimes if mom and dad could not you know kill each other and stay on the phone for more than five seconds without swearing they would get collab presents where like mom's getting you a SNES so dad's going to make sure that he gets you some SNES games that you want yeah. from Microplay used because you don't get new stuff, bitch. <laughs> it was nice. It was nice. It was cool. I remember getting like five Genesis games one year because my dad found out where Microplay was and my parents had told him we got him a Jenny. So go fucking do, you know, make yourself useful and get some of these games. And it was, it was awesome. It was really, really good time. So split Christmases are, are a little bit of, uh, for, for me... I,
0: I think about them uh, all the time just because I mean my boys are it's it's it falls in line with the the mama's boy like, yep. like my kids definitely they prefer their mamas only because of that the the, the connection the attach yep. the attachment so but when they come over, they love what they get it, but for me, like when I was growing up and it's like, oh, I wanted this and I never got it I wanted this video game wise yeah. and I never got it. But my kids don't ever have that problem because a I'm a gamer. So it's like, oh, okay. What what did we get this year? Oh, we got, you know, the GameCube. Oh, the Wii. The oh, yeah, it's <laughs> literally something. everything.
1: I would say, it, the kids these days too. Like, I was like, I was talking with Eric about this about that instant gratification. Like, here's here's the, what I was saying the other the other day. I was uh, I was playing Mega Man because I was having one of those nights just hanging out. Wanted to live some nostalgia from when I was a kid. <laughs> Play Mega yeah. Man X from '93, and. Like I I was at one point, I don't want to, I got to sit on my phone so that it can't do the thing. So I'm sitting there and I'm frustrated. I go, Hey Google, where's the leg capsule in Mega Man X? And it's like, go to the chill penguin stage and near the beginning, jump to the left. And I'm like, fuck yes. Thank you. Like I just, can you, can you imagine this? (laughs) Like kid, when, if 11 year old Alex could know that 35-year-old Alex was going to live. I didn't even get out of my bed. The, the phone was sitting on the desk beside me. It wasn't even, it wasn't even close enough to me to reach it. I just yeah. yelled in my room, hey, you know, and, it, and it just told me, and then I went and did it. How many hours as a kid, how, you'd have to go through every stage. You have to start with the first stage in the list and go, I'll find this capsule eventually. Yeah. I don't know, though. I think it taught us something that kids these days don't have. Like in this weird way, I think that doing that, playing, you, know, you played the original Mario. Oh, of course. Unreal getting to world seven or eight. Right. It's
0: so weird. And that then he-
1: dying, getting a game over with no continues and you're a world nine. Yeah. You've never gotten to world nine in your life. You're like, oh, fuck, this is crazy. There's Percent. only 10 in the whole game. Or is there only eight in the There's whole game? There's only eight. Okay. I'm <laughs> in world seven. There's only eight in the whole game. You know what I mean? Like you're all yeah. excited and then die.
0: And then you just. Well, I mean, so that's the weirdest thing. So I saw saw a TikTok video recently that showed that there was a way to get back to the level after your game over. And I was like, wait, what
1: on the original? Yeah. No, There's it's like, no. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. There is. Lies! There's, there's, there's like a bunch of buttons. You have to hit on the controller at a time, hold it for five seconds or some shit. And then boom, you're, you're basically continuing off. It's like, Oh, this is how the fucking developers
1: tested their game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, and that's the thing too, is that as the technology progressed and guys were taking these cartridges and you know, when these cartridges were being sold, you didn't have, uh, how do I describe this? Um, Technology that can manipulate the hardware. So, but now, you know, it's 90, maybe it's 2005 and you've got your old SNES cartridge. You could take it out. You could shove it in a motherboard with some, connection to it and you could go in and see the code the actual the actual zeros and ones that they made the game with and that's how they find that okay so if when you die you press up down left right b-a-b-a you plug in a second controller you press up down right 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 left and then on that controller and then you press a magical button with a screwdriver in the back of that nest that no one knows about in a magical hole beside the power port you could start back at the level. You gotta, you gotta. They're think. never gonna find that. They did, think. like you said. The, that's how they tested it. The
0: first person that came up with, like, what if we made a password, like, kind of algorithm where if you died, you could enter a password to go back to the level that you made it to. It made and it's like that. That was what, revolutionary. What was
1: like, first, like, oh, yeah. you mean somebody wouldn't have to start from the beginning? Well, yeah, I remember Sonic Two was cutthroat. Like, there was no saving. Sonic Three was such a big deal because you could finally save. And Sonic's hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you had to stack up like 20 lives in those first few levels, like go back, and get all your your rings. Yeah. Same with Mario. The first couple of Mario levels, you gotta get all your coins and you gotta get all your shit there because was, uh, you were I, not gonna last in the later levels if you didn't stack up on men.
0: I don't I I like I couldn't tell you for the life of me which games had, like, a, a password system where when you died it would give you a four-digit password and then, like, oh, you're at the start screen because you had a game over and then you enter that password and you're at the beginning of a level that you died
1: at. I don't but know, that was, one,
0: that's revolutionary. That was, that was,
1: that, was Mega like, Man, that was a Mega Man thing for sure. That's, I was just doing that the other day, looking up the passwords to get the power-ups for stuff <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Well, because I, I had a game over and I was like, I'm not going back and getting those power-ups. I'm, I'm just going yeah. to password them. Um, so I know Mega Man X from 93 had that that's yeah. a, that's but that's not that old i imagine there were some games in the 80s that had it, oh but for it was, sure but they, but they, they were definitely it, were it was probably like a.
0: well uh no i don't think so. i was just gonna say like maybe bubble bobble so bubble bobble is a weird game that uh, uh originally came out in j- japan and you're two little reptiles and you have to you blow bubbles and you catch robotic creatures bubbles creatures and monsters into the bubble and then once they're in the bubble you just touch the bubble it bursts and the monsters are gone there's 99 levels in that game on nes in the arcade there was more holy shit And so like i'm playing this i'm like six hours into playing it my brother's like okay it's my turn i'm like what do you mean i just got
1: on leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) six hours oh my god yeah uh, that's something i definitely remember my uh So my stepdad had a kid with some other lady and he came to, he was a hellion problem child named Dustin. And he was like burning down. He was like, finding animals and torturing them in his backyard. And he was burning down parts of the house and he was getting kicked out of school. He was a bad kid. So that she said, naturally, she sent him to live with us so that my <laughs> psychotic mother could straighten him out because I was a psychotic little bipolar nutcase fucking kid. Huge problem child. And she managed to beat me into being a pretty goddamn, I was playing football and I had a girlfriend. I was making fucking 75 average. I was doing all right. So, you know, to this other, this ex, OJ's ex, Cheryl, I, my mom was like queen mom oh, you can fix him. That was literally her exact words, you can fix him. So this kid came to this and I got the privilege of the, you could be tails. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I never had that. I was, I was an only child. Yeah. So growing up, you know, the whole only child thing kind of sucked because I had babysitters and shit like that and you'd think it would make you kind of a selfish little prick. But when you're really poor, being an only child, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Because you're broke as fuck so it's not, you got nothing to fight about anyway. Yeah. So it was Uh, once he, I kind of had this magical new brother. He came right around the time I got pregnant with my sister. So I got this... Eight, this brother who was only a year younger than me and then a brand new baby all in the same year. Yeah. It was awesomely stressful for me. But it was <laughs> kind of fun because, you know, now I had someone to be Tails. And yeah. we were playing Gex and we were playing Super Mario Kart. And it was fun. I remember we were playing, we had a 64. we A friend of ours did and we'd go over and we were doing the Golden Eye thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we were doing the Mario Kart with four controllers. That was the first time I'd ever done that. So I got to do that kind of shit with him. So yeah, that was kind of fun. It's kind of nice having a little brother for that, but outside of that, useless. (laughs) (laughs) So for for
0: me in two thousand four, my oldest was born. So the two thousands is like, oh, I became
1: a daddy. And Jesus, that's funny. I met my high school sweetheart in (laughs) two thousand three. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. So and you were pumping out babies. Yeah. (laughs) So when
0: my ex was pregnant. Uh, were you guys was, together was, while
1: she was, pregnant, or was yeah, pregnant? Yeah, yeah.
0: I was living with my brother at the time, and my brother's like, "I don't want no babies around here." And so I was like, "What do you mean?" Well, he moved out. He's <laughs> like, "Oh, so I guess we're not living with my brother anymore." Okay. And when he moved out, uh, I, I obviously living on my own. I didn't have a fallback plan. I had to have a buddy move in with me. Uh, a coworker from Walmart moved in, and this right. is, and I told you this on on another episode of a podcast. I mentioned that when I first had Xbox and Rainbow Six Three, I'd be play, I worked nights and then he worked afternoons, so I'd be at work and he'd be home playing on my account. Yeah, and then and then. Uh, then when I woke up, he'd be at work and I'd be playing on my account and people were like, how do you just have this many hours into the game? And it's just, what? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just a god. I'm just a worship me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And wow. then after that, uh, he... I love that. That's And then funny. once he ended up in a relationship, he moved out. And I was like, what? I, what?" But like, uh, like,
1: roommates can be shady. So originally... So Did any of those relationships work out? Like, are any of those guys happily married with the girls they moved out with? actually yes my my
0: roommate was dating this girl that told him to stop buying mcdonald's because he worked at walmart (laughs) so i worked at walmart and every lunch he'd end up going to mcdonald's and and uh this girl hitting
1: on the mcdonald's girl
0: this no no this girl was just a bit of a health nut and was like you got to stop eating mcdonald's and this was like a huge awakening for him to the point where he's like i gotta move out i'm like what
1: Wait, what? <laughs> Why? What? What a putz. What the fuck? So and he's he had- happily married now? Yeah. To that girl? To that girl. To that girl.
0: Yeah. Is, yeah, is it's happily, so is happily
1: the true adjective you'd use? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well. He, he was putty in her hands. Some yeah. people
1: are just so fucking easily amused <laughs> with their life, eh? Like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. So once beta, he, you know what, if we if we didn't have beta males, then us alphas wouldn't have a place in the world. So yeah. I guess we should be grateful for them. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like how rich people are happy for us peasants, because <laughs> without the peasants, they wouldn't be rich. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so once he moved Fuck. out,
0: then it came down to like, okay, um, the the girlfriend at the time, my my kid's mother, she ended up becoming the roommate. And so we had to move somewhere else. And I just the reason why I'm bringing this up is because we live in a city where some neighborhoods are so uniquely run down that I was living in a building and there was literally a guy who would like go door to door knocking and, the, and like get a knock at the door. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Open the door. Hey man, just wondering, you guys got any weed in there? And I was like, wait, what? No. What about your buddy in there? And it's like, oh, that's my Girlfriend feeding my kid. No, nope, there's no weed in there. What are, What are you looking for? What? <laughs> just door to door? <laughs> door it? to door. Just bang. You got a weed what in year? there? What year? Uh, this was, was 2004.
1: <laughs> okay, this is... This just, okay, so cell phones are a thing at this point, but they're flippy, and this guy clearly <laughs> doesn't have one. Because, like, I just... I don't know. I'm in my 30s, and I just I could just picture this guy just randomly dialing
0: numbers. Yo, you got any weed? No. Okay, bye. Click. Yo, you got any weed? No. Bye. Click.
1: Yo, you got any weed? Actually, I'm an off-duty cop. Where do you live? Click. Or I picture it going more like this, just ringing, ringing, ringing. ringing. Hi, leave a message at the beep. Hi, leave a message at the beep. Hi, leave a... You know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go door to door. (laughs) That's what I picture with that guy because everybody sees his number come up and nobody picks up. (laughs) Ah, Brandon's Uh, calling again. Don't, don't pick it up. Don't, don't, don't. Let it go to voicemail. Yeah, he calls every fucking day.
0: (laughs) That's one of those guys. Well, Googling who was calling you became a thing much, much later. Like, currently, I screen all my calls. I'm like, I don't know that fucking number. So, actually, funny thing. We had uh, a plumber here working on the drain line and my phone gets a call from a private number. So... I was actually um, witness to, and when I say witness to, I was, like, right behind the truck that got crashed oh, into yeah. head-on. Yeah, and both vehicles split apart, and I kind of drove through the debris coming down to a stop, like, what the fuck? And what broke my heart was just my little guy going, like, oh, I'm so scared, Dad. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. So, anyways, uh, also with this near-death <laughs> near brush, I'm like, uh, okay, that fucking sucked so having all this happen in one day then talking to the cops and the cops take my number and like if we want a statement we'll call you okay cool so i I get back home same day fucking plumbers here because the the fucking drain line last sunday was a good day for you oh yeah yeah real great and so like the plumber's working on the line and my phone starts ringing his private number i'm like ah it's probably a bill collector i'm not gonna pick it up and like then again could be the police looking for a statement. And Tamara's like, answer it. So I'm like, okay, answer it. Hi, this is the OPP. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And then I fucking disappear. Come back. Yeah, it was the OPP
1: looking for my statement. Okay,
0: all right. Plumber's just kind of laughing like-
1: I get pulled the away fuck? with that shit. I remember when COVID first hit, I had a knock at my door at 1010. Glenn and a cop was just serving me with like court papers. Like here, here's your new date. I was like, you couldn't mail this? Like- <laughs> What the fuck? Oh no, no, no! When you're being served papers, I wasn't being. It was just a court date. Just I, normally that would come in the mail, like before oh, COVID. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, same court, piece of paper yeah, that says, "Hi, your new date is here at this." Ne- you know, so time. it wasn't like the original subpoena. No, no, no. It was weird. It was really, really fucking weird. And I was delivering it. I was like, so you guys are mailmen now. I glorified yeah. mailmen. Are you guys hoping for tips? Because I don't give with, out... Mailmen with I don't a gun. tip officers. I hope <laughs> dogs attack you. That's all I'm saying. I hope instead of the... Because usually dogs and cops get
0: along. <laughs> that, us, that's when you like close the door. Like, you don't close the door fully, but you peek your head away from the door and just hey 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 calm down no,
1: no, no, no. all of a sudden the police dogs that are supposed to be their buddies just start biting at them because they're what are you delivering mail for bitch we're yeah. supposed to be protected I'm sorry that's my dog sir are you sure that's
0: not you barking behind the door no that's my dog he's pretty feral you should probably leave I would get away
1: I'd get away he doesn't seem to like you <laughs> delivering mail to me for some reason normally they respect you thoroughly but today <laughs> respect for some, you thoroughly okay, normally they, but today for some reason he's just very angry with you please leave yeah so that was kind of interesting but um yeah that was kind of fucked up when you, were, you were saying if you had been 10 feet ahead of where you were the car would yeah, hit you. If, would've that, would've...
0: if that truck wasn't there i would have been the next one and and that's what was scary for me because this was a truck that got hit head-on and i drive like an, an, F1, S-
1: like an f-150 yes and, and you're I, driving a and journey I, yeah
0: and i drive a journey and you just think like they have a good safety rating
1: what side of the car that got hit it was the driver's side and you're and would park, uh, not park, sorry,
0: Parker's Parker. passenger side back seat,
1: passenger side back seat. Yeah. So the other side of the car, yes. Yeah.
0: So he might have been okay, and he I might, might not have been. May-
1: maybe. So maybe the back so seat's a bad place for, when you got the shock of not seeing it coming,
0: yeah. So, bad thing with this accident was, um, I got out to make sure everybody was okay, and as I was going over to the truck, the truck driver's fine, he was with his nine year old. Uh, kid mm-hmm. in the car, and they were okay, just kind of shook up, obviously. And then I go over to the other guy who's screaming in pain, and there's already two people there, kind of dealing with him. And it's like, oh, okay, well, he's he, he's, he's stuck. stuck.
1: In the car. Like, he's, what kind of car is he driving? And he's the one that caused the accident, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, By sliding
1: through an intersection he couldn't stop for?
0: No, yeah, it wasn't an intersection. We just, were ju- we were just on a highway and I don't know He just couldn't lose control so, of the car. So the
1: story that
0: came out in the news was he was rear-ended, but I don't recall there being a car behind him. I do recall him like swerving to the right and then and then turning into uh, turning left.
1: Yeah, he sent me this, I think.
0: Yeah, so so something caused him to, like, bump right, and then he's like, oh, shit, tried to regain control and ended up into oncoming traffic. So this driver, who was stuck in the car, like, he was, while we were waiting for the police to show up, we uh, just on the side of the road, we were just waiting there, and paramedics and fire trucks are showing up and they can't get this guy out of the car so i'm like yeah he's stuck he's stuck and then as i'm walking back to see uh the police i notice that his car is out now on blocks of wood it's like obviously they're trying to remove him without rocking or, or disturbing the car so there's something seriously wrong here and then i found out later that he ended up passing away as far oh, as, really? as far as my youngest knows
1: was he fine and, and i'm not <laughs> everything is fine yeah. In fact, he got a a, a a peanut butter jam sandwich and a new video game system as soon as he got to the yeah. hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And Ben Affleck yeah. came and signed out autographs for him. Yeah. Yeah. So everything like was it great. Came,
0: it came out in the news that he was in critical condition in the hospital and then it came out like a day later that he passed away and it's like, wow. And I just think like this guy, he was just driving a sedan. I think, uh, I, I actually, I couldn't say which car he was driving. It was just a sedan. I was just driving. So like I'm in the journey. So I was just thinking like, I don't, drive something that has the big massive front that an f-150 does so that's why i think like
1: yeah it could have it been, been bad a lot the situation with that is that the fucking engine can end up on your lap because yeah. the firewall collapses so they're made to do that specifically because they'd rather you lose your legs than die completely it's mm-hmm. kind of why they make it but anyways yeah it's fucking that's that's crazy man that was one shitty sunday it's one of those kinds of situations where, you know, you're just a little bit more grateful for it. Like later that day, you know what yeah. I mean? When you get to the house and you have a, you have a, you have a, you have a drink of beer or, or you have, I don't know, you have some juice or whatever. you just like, this is so tasty. I could have been dead and not drinking this right now, you know? Yeah. Or you hug your kids a little tighter. You'd be like, we both could have been dead. Love you, bud. You know, yeah. like you just take that moment to kind of like for my, like when my mom, like fucking getting that call, her lungs collapse. She's like, yeah, it's, and she's messages me at like five in the morning. She's like, I'm Ubering back from the hospital. I'm like, what happened? She's like, and that's, I don't get, you know what I mean? Her to telling me what's going on until it's over because she doesn't want me to worry. And she's like, so there's a tube in me. My lung collapsed, almost died. Everything's fine. Getting old (laughs) is fun. You know, it's like, wow. So yeah, it's kind of, it's a little fucked up, man. But we're getting to that age where we got to do that kind of stuff. Also, like, let, fuck this weather. Like, the half the reason that happened was because we've had so much goddamn snow. We've had more snow since 2000,
0: this year since 2007. Well, that is a question the OPP asked you is what, how, what were the road conditions? Horrible. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a, snowing. It was a shit show that the roads day. Roads were slick. And, uh, oh, yeah, I was definitely constantly using the wipers to wipe
1: off snow and slush being kicked up from the truck in front of me. And easily yeah. slamming on the brakes going to send you sideways. Okay. You know what I mean? That's one of the, ugh. Anyways, so. Unless you get hit by a car, then you're uh, not all necessarily this- going sideways. You're just flying off the road in any ugh, That's true. That would suck. I've only been hit while I wasn't moving twice, and I was driving in Brampton both times. Leave <laughs> it at that. Oh. I worked in Brampton for like. Leave it at that. I worked at Brampton for, like, <laughs> at right. at for a few months, and like, yeah, that, more, more accidents I've ever been in in my life where I wasn't moving, just sitting. At an intersection or a light or whatever, just boom! (laughs) What? (laughs) How did you miss me? (laughs) It's daytime. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: Oh man. So, in the uh, in two thousands there, when I was driving my Hyundai Accent, there was there was a large period of time where I don't know what it was or what it was about me that like cars would just not see my car and try to turn into. Like I'm literally slapping the car beside me. (laughs) I'm here. I'm a big automobile. (laughs) Stop turning into the fucking lane that I'm in right now. Can you stop? They would just come over. (laughs) Yeah. Like, right beside me, I'm like, what do you expect me to do? I can slam on the brakes, but you're still going to hit me. Stop turning.
2: (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) And
0: that happened a lot in that car. I'm like, is this... did I activate a stealth mode? Did it? You know what? Come with a fucking. It's ti-
1: <laughs> they're tiny and low. You know, I think it was just blind spot. Yeah. They're they're kind of annoying like that. I will admit too is that the older you get, you don't realize that you develop, you get better at driving. Like you know, you ten years ago, I sat in people's blind spots inadvertently all the time because I was too busy worried about my own driving. <laughs> I I don't anymore. Now, if I'm in a guy's blind spot, I I, I will break back or I will accelerate. I don't want to be because nobody is smart enough to check them. If I'm in your blind spot, I don't trust you. I yeah. don't trust that the computer's going to beep. I don't trust that you're going to look. I don't trust any of it. I don't yeah. trust any of you. I trust me, not trusting you. That's what I trust. <laughs> so I'm going to eliminate the problem by backing up, going in behind you, or accelerating so you see me. You could see me with your pair with your naked eye, and yeah. uh, you know, out of the corner of your eye, coming up, waving, going, "I'm right here. I see your signal. Don't fucking do it." Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, so everyone's so- driving with uh uh. Uh, car insurance or lack thereof. I don't <laughs> yeah. so, dude, so many people get, I, they'll pick me up customers or somebody and they'll be like, take my car out and uh, tell me what's wrong with it. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And then like, uh, be careful though. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, uh, it's not insured." <laughs> like what? They're like, yeah, there's no insurance on it. Or there's fire and theft only. It's everybody, dude. Yeah. It, everyone's riding dirty. Cause no one can afford it. No one can afford fucking $600 a month for fucking car insurance right now. It's if insane. you don't,
0: if you don't have any past incidents, it's a lot cheaper.
1: If you have past <laughs> incidents, it's still like three hundred dollars a month. I have a buddy of mine right now. He bought a sports car. Well, that
0: depends. If it's if no, the he past a, incidents are within seven years, there's yes, zero. He
1: has zero points, zero accidents, zero, 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 zero. He bought a two thousand and sixteen Subaru. Um, the what the fuck is that thing? The that the the, the back? No, the car. Not the not the STI souped up one. The Impreza. He got an Impreza, and he pays three hundred dollars a month with nothing on his record because it's an Impreza. It's a fancy car. It's stupid. It's 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 called rape. Is what it is. They're raping you of money. They don't deserve it. They give you, and then when you get in an accident, it's somebody else's fault. Yeah. They're not paying you out. It, there's a million. They'll find any you just, excuse. You need to find insurance companies need to be eliminated. They're oh, horrible. It's but car but, insurance specific. But you
0: do need to find uh, just the right company. Because so when I was driving the uh, the Aveo, I was paying like one forty five. Yeah, but that doesn't exist anymore. A month, and that was you gotta just, understand that it's not happening. Now. And that was just for the liability in in the Aveo. It was a 2006. They're like, the car is too old. I remember that. I remember fixing the bearings. in Yeah. So you're just, we're not going to give you comprehensive. You're just liability. Okay. And it's 145. Then I got the journey and I'm like, well, what kind of deals can I get here? And then somebody's like, oh, we can get you 145. I was like, wait, you can give me 145 for comprehensive. That's fire theft, everything.
1: I was like, oh, wait, what? Why wasn't I paying like $80 a month for the avail then? Right. See, and this is what I'm talking about. Just, you just got but fucked. Exactly. You, you just got fucked.
0: Exactly. But that's why you have to look around. And then I looked around again and I found something that was even cheaper for, for what but I But here's, think. I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to felt- tell you what happens when you play the game you're playing. You keep going with that cheap company and, and that's a great, and it's a great short-term solution. But when you actually need an insurance company because you hit someone or somebody hits you or you clip a pedestrian or some shit like that, that fucking money you're saving is going to fuck you because they will not have your back. I've seen it happen to guys who are now uninsurable. I've seen guys do jail time because of that kind of shit. It's insane. In, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. Insurance companies are the most evil people on yeah. the planet, and they, their sole purpose, because there's taxes included, so the government doesn't care, is to just fuck. Like as soon as you're in an accident, they can't help you. But you bet. But if you have a red car, they'll put your premium up forty dollars a month you buy the same year making model, but you switched from blue to red. And now all of a sudden it's like another $80. It doesn't make sense. It's insane. Don't forget the the fact that we have a penis. So we pay more because discriminating against people based on their sexual organs is okay. As long as it's a man. But the funny
0: thing is when it comes down to the science and I'm sorry, ladies, when it comes down to the general study of driving men, ultimately maybe not by much, but are the better drivers.
1: We are better drivers. We just get in more accidents. <laughs> that's a statistic. We get that's how they that's how they fuck us for it because we get into more accidents, but women get into accidents at higher speeds. Mm. That's the thing. So that's oh. but they don't care. It's a good. I know, ex-
0: like I did mention earlier, my brother in Oshawa drift.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: but
1: uh, yeah, the poor and the furious Oshawa drift.
0: So we mentioned. Multiple conversations that we've had earlier, kind of outside of the podcast, we mentioned that uh, Dreamcast kind of started off the, the online thing. But it was really PlayStation Network and the Xbox
1: that's, that took it over. It, was, it was made it a thing. So,
0: the Xbox came out with the Xbox Live, and that took off, and the PlayStation Network, they started dabbling, like, oh, maybe we should try the online thing, and SOCOM started playing their did online. PS2 and,
1: have any online sh- capability? Yeah, that's the one I'm saying. That's we, the one Socom. that did it. Okay, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, SOCOM. Shit. Oh, <laughs> taking me back, man. Woo! Yeah. SOCOM yeah. and Siphon Filter. I used yeah. to play those two quite a bit.
0: Yeah. So the reason why I'm starting to go through the games now, yes, I mentioned uh, Rainbow Six on the original Xbox when I lived this with This is that when roommate.
1: Halo blew up, too, wasn't it? Or yeah. Era?
0: But uh, before the online was actually out for Halo, there were, like, there was just people who decided to create their own online service called xbox connect and it wasn't like a big corporation it was like hey if you want to play xbox online download this program on your computer and you can basically set up this not quite a LAN party it sets up multiplayer through essentially what would qualify as LAN party but you're connecting with somebody on the internet somewhere else okay and so uh so
1: that would be a wan party <laughs> <laughs> wide area network. Yeah. 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 And like very wide. Like this is somebody yeah, in the U S there's, there's only two <laughs> kinds of networks. There's LANs and WANs. I <laughs> yeah. remember learning this shit in biz, BTX two Oh two in grade 10. Yeah. So yeah, you had a WAN party. Yeah. So it's not a, not the same as a Wham! Party where George Michael comes over and there's a saxophone solo. Yeah. Different than a Wham! Party. So the, party. the
0: pinnacle of gaming for me, even when I was talking to friends, is I've been playing. Sure, I've been playing Nintendo my entire life, coming up, and even played some some PS One. And before I had Xbox, my brother had PS Two, and I was playing PS Two. But when PS Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty came out, I had the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Online gaming was significant for both consoles. Yeah. And it was just such an era now where like Xbox and PS2 had kind of like dabbled in the online. Like, okay, we're starting off, we're starting off next gen systems, 360 in the PS3. It's, it it's was th- their
1: sole, yeah, sole purple. Well, yeah. Cause I remember my PS3 was my entertainment center. It had Netflix on it and it had all that shit. And when I first, and this was in 2008 or not. Yeah. Right? And, um, oh, Sonic Unleashed. Well, do you know I remember why Sonic I th- Unleashed was the first Sonic game I played? So, for so
0: PlayStation has been going in the direction of just like each console is the sequel to their former, but Xbox is trying to do this whole 360 was meant for all around entertainment. Right. That's Hence the name 360. Yeah. So okay. that was, so that was like, oh, anything you needed, uh, YouTube for viral videos, yep. Netflix for shows. And then yeah and then they like they had their media remotes for people who were less video game mm-hmm. savvy yep who you you could just like oh, pick up a remote, oh play you know, yep that's whatever. I was one of those guys with the playstation
1: yeah i had, <laughs> yeah. I was using my PlayStation controller to just watch movies that's yeah. it, that was its sole purpose, yeah, yeah, so I had a pink controller, it was the best. <laughs> Because I got my PlayStation for my sister. My sister bought... She got an Xbox. She jumped yeah. the ship and became a Microsoft girl or something. And she had a PS3 and it had the uh, the, old Sonic the old Sonic Unleashed on it that I, that I used to play. And she's like, do you want this? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. And then me and my wife used it for Netflix and shit. It was pretty dope. So we're going to continue talking about uh,
0: the, the video game saga right now. But what I do want to touch on right now is there's so much like new metal that came out in the 2000s that we need to talk about. But if we're going to have your buddy Eric on and we're going to have a more music themed yeah. episode and he we loves can talk that shit. about music then especially the 2000 era new metal coming into there it
1: was a i i will admit though um the the new metal thing was like as far as writing and stuff it was a huge influence like that i saw every I linkin park and Limp Bizkit and disturbed and i saw all, all of them yeah. and it was cool and i to this day like i don't care what anybody says it's 2022 number one biscuit just put out a record uh, in 2021, there at Halloween, that was a killer record called Bizkit Still Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's great. It's a fantastic record. And Corn's uh, still putting stuff out and it's it's okay. But like when you listen back to the stuff that came out then Freak on a Leash, you're listening to uh, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water, you're listening to um, Lincoln Park's Bleed It Out. You know, they're great. They're still great songs. They yeah. hold, they, they actually, people were like, this is a stupid fad that no one will ever care about. And it's 20 years later and the songs still hold up. I was listening to 94.9 The Rock the other day and they played Nookie. Yeah. And I was like... "This I is love the se- This is the set... Well, <laughs> I think we both like Nookie, I'm but do we the song. enjoy the song? <laughs> I love the song. <laughs> yeah, no, the song is fantastic, yeah. and it's just you know, it's just all these years later, people are still shitting on Fred. Like, what is a <laughs> stupid rhyme! And you know, for the Nookies, you can take that cookie and put it up your yeah. What a dumb! <laughs> what a bunch of dumb lyrics! What a dumbass! I hate so, this guy.
0: But I, fuck those guys, man! It's with, a great with song. With that said, okay, Party we'll get song. back to the the video game section in a second. But what I do want to say is, I know so many people who are just strictly anti-bandwagon jumpers. So, like, I I said, like, yeah, earlier on, I was kind of like, if everybody's flocking to this, I'm going to walk the other way. Yeah. But now fuck that I just hold my own opinion it's like oh everybody's liking this let me check it out if I like it I like
1: it whatever I'm not going to be all over mainstream
0: yeah. like yeah I dig with these people no I'm like I will admit fuck it, those it people takes away this from it a what- bit
1: though like the Batman like I really wanted to see it and I've kind of lost like I kind of have I haven't gone yet and it's not bothering me that much because everyone's made such a big deal about it I'm like I they kind of made it so that I do want to go. See, I will see it and I will enjoy it. But I think if I'd gone that first week it was out, I would have been doing it like because I was supposed to, and not because I want to see the new the new Batman movie. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's why I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? So. I'm with you on that I do make my own opinions on it but I also get to things at my own time yeah if it's new and it needs to be seen right now I will refrain if I'm not feeling it and I'm not feeling it I want to I want to watch Pattinson and be and enjoy it and, yeah. I, and I'll, so I'll wait till I can
0: but I, I know so many people right now that that are, are on my Facebook friends list that like oh if you post oh man I really enjoyed this because of this they were like oh it's fucking stupid because of this it's like okay shut up I like, don't Debbie get Downer that.
1: I don't know why people do that don't you fucking get that. Yeah. Put your Star purse Wars down, fans Nancy. are the worst <laughs> have you seen the new Obi Wan trailer it's awesome <laughs> the Inquisitor looks like a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> like, what what like what about the rest did yeah, you see the Baby Inquisitor. Luke did you not hear Vader breathing. Did you not see the Fortress Inquisitoris? Did you need th- what the fuck? No, that Inquisitor looks like he's got a penis in his forehead. No, we're not talking about oh that. We're not,
0: we're not talking about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: just yeah. Just <laughs> Okay.
0: So as I was saying, so the the video games were like a pinnacle thing, and even Microsoft was trying new shit. And and that actually inspired Sony. Like, oh yeah, they came out with the connect. We're trying this iToy thing. And the I think the iToy. Uh, software was actually more successful than what Microsoft came out with for uh, the Kinect. So, but when they showcased the Kinect, which was this crazy interactive camera that could detect how close you
1: were to the yeah, TV. Yeah, I remember going to my friend's house and doing the Michael Jackson dance fucking yeah. game with it. And they were like, this was in like 2006, 7, and 8. Yeah, And it was everyone was like... And it was
0: crazy. But w- what was showcased at E3 was like this little kid. I think his name was Simon. And he was like... He was trying to play in the pond, and the way it was showcased, like, this person was talking to this AI who was all like, oh, yeah, well, I'm here because, you know, um, I'm I'm out because my mom's doing this, so I'm just playing at the pond. And you're able to interact with this child, and I was like, this is such a unique thing. I hope they come out with this, just, just, just for the, the fascination aspect of it. In in the sense that, wow, I just met up with this little kid named Simon who's actually like dabbling with fish just like touching the water and fish are kind of nipping at his fingers. I'm like, well, you know, it'd be kind of cool to do that. That shit never came out for the Kinect. It was simply just to show off the capabilities. And then it was kind of. I mean, there were massive letdowns with it. So the Xbox Kinect, when it first came out, it had trouble detecting black people. So it's like, oh, <laughs> so it's kind of yeah. racist. Uh, and it had trouble understanding if you had a lisp. So my my oldest, when he was younger, he had one hell of a lisp. And I was like, oh, Ethan, just try to talk to him. And he's like, Xbox. And it would it never detect Xbox. It. Xbox. Xbox Xbox. I'm like okay fine Xbox and it would feel like
2: (laughs) right away (laughs) oh
1: man I'm sorry but that must have been motivating for him to get rid of it at least I'm (laughs) sorry because that actually I was telling you about Taylor Tomlinson the girl that the the, the comedian that I really liked the new special she had out she had a lisp as a a kid too and she's like and I'm up here doing this now so you can do it it was a kind of an interesting thing but yeah a lot of people had lisps and they were young and had to get rid of it did you uh
0: I don't think so I wasn't told that I had a lisp
1: but because when you have it you don't know they're like, but, they're mean, like it's very- say seashell seashell uh, yeah. no say seashell that's what I'm saying I'm saying seashell just like you are no yeah. you're yeah. not they don't fucking hear it right yeah. and you can't convince them it's and very it's, strange it's scary as a parent because you're
0: like I don't know Is if my, my kid's, kid I don't know if my kid's going to come out of this. Like I don't know if yeah. this. That like, it'll definitely stifle see see them in speech, certain aspects yeah. of life. It's like, are, are, do we? Do I need to get speech therapy? And like the people I was talking to, family doctors, like, no, no, he should be fine. Maybe he he was that time I dropped
1: him on his head when I was doing laundry <laughs> back in nineteen nine or two thousand and five. <laughs>
0: okay, so I have a funny story.
2: <laughs> I fucking
0: knew you did. No, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't about that. It wasn't about that. <laughs> Uh, it was, so as Ethan was learning to walk when he was like six months ish, that's a good age too. Actually. He that's was, early. Yeah. So he's like scaling the coffee table. He's holding on the coffee table and he's excited that he's doing this. So he starts bouncing up and down on his legs. Like he's like, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Look at me go nails his chin
0: off the coffee table, falls backwards. And, and so, like, we're we're laughing,
1: but we're like, oh oh, 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 oh! oh! I did that with my sister so many times. So many times. Yeah. She'd hurt herself, and I just it, the way she did it was just so funny. Yeah. I had a hedgehog, and I love when she'd go to pick the hedgehog up. Like, she'd get just really excited to see it, and just go to grab it, and then just cry. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it pricked her and she's yeah. bleeding out of her fucking hands. So <laughs> I, I laugh every If time. my
0: oldest should ever decide to listen to this podcast, I just want to say, and and to some people, this is going to explain so much. Those weird headaches you get at know, night are your dad's fault. When I was little, my head was a magnet to the ground. I couldn't, like, every time I got I on I could tell bike, from the shape bah! of it. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm just saying, some people will be like, that explains so much. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But regardless, I like, I was, I was a cl- clumsy kid. Yeah. It didn't matter what fucking period of my, Falling I'm out of trees. super du- duper yeah. clumsy. Like I dropped
1: tools on fuck up cars. I did do dumb shit with cars all the time where <laughs> yeah. I'm like, a not klutzy person would not have done that very, very often. <laughs> yeah. Even just the other day, I was walking to the doctor's office. I'm in Oshawa. Where, how did I get down there? Did I? Oh, yeah, I Ubered to a uh, place I wanted to eat at. So I Ubered to the place to get a bite. I ate. I'm now walking towards the office, not paying attention. There's ice on the ground. It's a nice day out. And, you know, I'm just like, I think it's spring. I'm just like, yay, spring, it's not winter. And I fucking just <laughs> ate shit stepping on a little patch of ice that was just a little melty there. Yeah. And, I'm, of course, it's I'm on Highway 2, right? I'm on King Street. I've fallen over. I've dropped my blueberry muffin now on the ground. So I'm now, Son of a bitch! So now I'm rolling over, wiping off my pants, my, you know, go-out-of-the-house pants because it doesn't happen much when I don't want to, when I'm not going to work. So I'm, you know, I'm wearing my nice pants that are now dirty, scraping the rocks off my muffin, and I'm just like... If eight-year-old Alex could see that it wasn't going to get any better, he would have jumped in front of that bus. <laughs> like, fuck, man. Like, I thought by 35, I would not just fall over on my way to the doctors. <laughs> I thought I'd have this figured out. And if I was driving, it's even worse. You ever do, like, a silly driving mistake? You just you, run, you ever run a fucking stop sign because you didn't see it? And you're just going up Mary Street. Maybe it's late. You're tired. You're not paying attention. You run a, you run a stop sign like it wasn't there because it's, it's late and there's no one around. You're like, holy fuck! <laughs> what did I just run? That you stop, pat way past the stop sign. You're looking yeah. in the mirror. Is that a stop? Holy shit! I better get out of here before in case someone saw. <laughs> like just dumb little. Like I mean, that's I've had done that. I mean, I'm not saying I do it all the time, but now and then it's happened. Or I made mean, the lights green and you're you're looking ahead. You're paying attention. You're fully there. The light's green, but you're not going because you're just I don't know, You're thinking about something. or like you could be at a stop sign
0: and <laughs> there's, truck, a, there's an intersection in like just past the stop sign and you're waiting for that light to turn green yeah. before you go and you're at a stop sign and you're like oh shit! why am
1: i wait like 50 feet back <laughs> yeah. yeah yep i've yeah. been there too yeah <laughs> yeah or just even pulling out like you know you're making a left on simcoe you know you're making a left on simcoe i'm making a left on simcoe i'm at simcoe i'm not in the left lane <laughs> <laughs> Why did my now I'm in the right lane looking around to see if I can get over there? Nope, someone's behind me and someone's coming out. the left lane's full. All right. I guess I'll find another way there. Like, uh so I'm klutzy if I'm in the car, but I'm klutzy if I fucking walk too. So what
0: was a groundbreaking game on PS like so you had the PS3, right? I had a Yeah what, what was a groundbreaking game on PS3 for uh, you? Sonic Generations. Sonic
1: Generations Sonic Generations came out in twenty eleven, which is not in our 10-year span, but uh, uh, Unleashed was big, too. 08 oh, was uh, okay. was Unleashed, and that was because it was the first 3D Sonic game where I was like, they did it. They got it. They got it. They fucking, this is really okay, fun. Okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. Scratch that question. What was the big <laughs> game of the console that blew your mind that wasn't Sonic? <laughs> that showed you, like, holy shit, fucking Sony, what?
1: Okay, hang on. <laughs> did I ha- I'm i trying to think if this was PS2 or 3 Assassin's Creed was 07. And I think that was that was PS3. I don't think it was on PS2. Maybe. It was huge. Like okay, I, I watched okay. Assassin's I'm Creed 1. one and three word in the way two. of
0: exclusive.
1: <laughs> in the way of something that was exclusive to yeah. PlayStation? Yeah. I don't know. The Crash Bandicoots were all pretty fucking real. Like the third one was really good. Is no, that on yeah, PlayStation
0: 3? Uh, there's something that, that's groundbreaking.
1: So you know how they have... Um, I don't know. I didn't play a lot of games during this time. I'll uh, be honest. They had, they had I was married they and had I had an a job. Alien, they, they had an alien one. What was that called? I never played any alien games. When I, uh, you got to keep in mind, my PS3, I, like I said earlier, I used it for Netflix. That was its job. It didn't play a lot of games because I was like married. She, oh, Resistance. Oh. resistance
0: Fall A man that w- that was like a groundbreaking game yeah. like everybody's like
1: it. holy shit what is this
0: I'm so the reason why i was saying that was because for playstation very 3, leading
1: on that question you're leading on very hard <laughs>
0: kind of yes but um there there was there's another one that they have that uh that was continued on to ps4 that again is an exclusive that has uh soldiers with red eyes that i can't fucking think of. I don't remember
1: Medal of Honor was a lot of fun. I used to play that. But yeah. I think that was, that was playoffs, yeah. PS2. I had a couple of those.
0: Yeah, uh, Medal of Honor was out for everything.
1: Now, the Nintendo uh. GameCube was the big Nintendo console at the time, right? Yeah. When, did they, when did they put the Wii out? The first Wii was after the GameCube, right? Am I right with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no in-between. Yeah, so the Wii, hang on a second. Also, just just, I gotta say, Nintendo that's the stupidest the we came out in 2006 yeah it's a stupid name for console I never understood never I've, I've <laughs> always had a, a bit of a bad blood you just for gotta Nintendo think, like
0: were they like in this in in their fucking studios going Wii
1: no, I just think they were like, it'll be funny when they say it on the other side of the pond because oh, it sounds like they're taking a the piss. The
0: funniest thing with that, though, was their E3 showcase. They were trying to show, like, oh, here's Link shooting a bow, and it fucked up on them, and it wasn't shooting the bow. And they, it like, like uh, oh, in front uh, of this is your fucking presentation. Yeah, Ooh,
1: Ooh, okay. All right. That's not cool.
0: But, I mean, anyways, Nintendo has always been... So, So the reason why I was asking, just in regards to, like, the PS3... To push what it can do. Like Resistance was kind of big. And the reason why I brought up Resistance specifically because on Xbox 360, Gears of War was their flagship. Ah, uh, Gears, of, Gears War of War was War a big was one. Like I remember the line.
1: advertisements for it. Gears of War and Halo. They were yeah. both huge.
0: Yeah. So when Sony's like, oh, yeah, check out the shit we can do. And then Microsoft and, uh, and, It wasn't coalition. Uh, It was Epic Games. They were like, "Oh yeah, check out what we can do." And then they brought out Gears of War, and it's like, "Yeah, well, we can
1: counter that with Resistance." And it wasn't as successful as Gears. Yeah, I don't even never even heard of Resistance, but Gears is like I know that very well. Yeah, I've played a few of them, but I'm not very
0: good. For me, like uh, having had so my my first game for 360 was Perfect Dark Zero because I was a big Perfect Dark fan. It was a launch title, and uh, (laughs) so like. Biggest mistake for me kind of thing was like, okay, Xbox 360 is coming. I don't have money. Credit card. Let's go pre-order it. Pre-ordered it with two controllers and Perfect Dark Zero. Had it launch. I was like, okay, Perfect Dark Zero. It's not. It's Perfect Dark, but it's not. I'll, I'll be excited for the new one that's coming out for Xbox One. They're they're making a new a new new one, so I'm excited for that. But then when I played Gears of War, I was like, "Holy fuck!
1: This is like a movie game that I'm so yeah. involved in." They did a good job with that. It reminded me of Metal Gear Solid. They kind of took that same kind of idea of really putting you in it. Yeah, Metal Gear had done that. They did. Uh, they had <laughs> the first Metal, one. The yeah. second one was Sons of Liberty. So okay, so Metal Gear was originally a Nintendo's. Nintendo oh, we Gear. want to talk about the original Metal Gears before Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it was on yeah. NES.
0: Yeah. And then First the one. the Metal Gear Solid was the PlayStation? It Was PlayStation, Exclusive. and then, but like Metal Gear Solid, there's so many different Metal Gear names that they started calling it the Shadow Moses incident, and that was like the file of the first Metal Gear. Yeah, and that that was uh, a game that I heavily, heavily involved in. I was like, oh, man. the first Metal
1: Gear Solid. Oh yeah, oh, yeah the triple disc. Oh, oh fuck, bro! Yeah. When you had to bust out that ketchup packet for the fucking jail cell, it took <laughs> me like a week. I was, I think, a kid at school had to tell me. I, yeah. I think someone had to give it away i was a i was a day away from going and spending 45 dollars on the strategy guy i would yeah. go i would go to EB games or whatever they were calling it at the time it had a different name i think it you know no electronics boutique i know nobody I know people forget that electronics <laughs> boutique is, is what yeah it was i think it was just called electronic we used to call yeah. it that do you want to go to electronics boutique no we didn't call it EB games yeah, yeah now that I think about it so anyways it was in the o <laughs> center right by the fucking... Uh, right by the food court and we go in and I would just read the I go in and I'd be like you know, looking, yeah. looking in the books I. it's a good thing we didn't have fucking phones with cameras or I would have been in there fucking snapping pictures of the fucking pages <laughs> I swear to god because we had a Polaroid and I brought it to take pictures of the Pokemon book I swear to fucking god I was in the store in the corner of my butt I'm like you go ask her a question so he goes over and he's asking the people at the desk some shit and I'm over there with a fucking Polaroid an instant taking pictures of the Pokemon strategy guide in 1998 yeah. so that I could figure out how to beat gold and silver because i just i couldn't figure out how to how to find certain pokemon I, just, I, yeah. needed, I needed to know
0: yeah i mean metal gear solid was kind of groundbreaking in its own it's like oh okay so like you a movie
1: it's like a movie
2: game
0: yeah who's this psychomantis character why is he predicting everything that i can fucking do how do i get past him oh shit i need to plug in the second c- c- controller so clever and fucking move around oh suddenly he can't predict me because i'm on a different controller it's like wow sony
1: that was, that went beyond. It's clever, and then uh, the sniper wolf. This uh, they had the best. Sh- like the, I think the shooting with Metal Gear was perfect. You had an arsenal of guns. They were responsive. And they were. It was the first game where every gun felt. It didn't feel like there was any extra. You didn't pick yeah. up a gun and go, "I never use this fucking thing." Every gun had a purpose. Everything. Every upgrade. It was like, "Oh, okay, I can use this." You know. And you had to, each situation it was like, "Which, which, what's going to work for this?" Even these days, I play a game where you can pick up weapons, and some of the weapons you just never use you never fucking you, you never need them you know grieving grand yeah. theft auto was like i'm never gonna use this that game wasn't like that everything had its purpose everything was like how am i gonna get that if i use this you know what i mean i, yeah. I love that and then there was like you say the story and the characters were scary it was a bit of a like that psycho manus was scary and the sniper wolf thing because you're like where are you how are you shooting me i keep dying i can't see you yeah. you had to scope and find that motherfucker just like real life yeah. you'd have not and it was snowing Oh man, I love that game so fucking much. <laughs> and then at the very end, the final Metal Gear. When you get to that level and you're there and you're in, oh just the way you come up out of the you're up in the in the middle of the or Antarctica or something. You're in the the, the, the where it's cold. You're yeah. on a cold continent. Yeah. When you when you show up to find this mysterious Metal Gear facility. Yeah. And you infiltrate first you start outside, then you go inside. You remember the tank? There's a guy in a tank fucking you up in a big yard oh, at yeah. some point. Yeah, Raven. Raven, yeah, he yeah. was tough. It was a tough fucking game, but man, worth it.
0: Oh, man. And, like, even Meryl. She would, like, oh. disguise herself as a soldier. Yep. And how how did you, how how were you able to tell her apart from the other soldiers? It was a huge pain in you, the ass. You literally had to watch how she walked and ran because her butt would do this little sway thing. Uh, and that was literally remember, the trick. That was the giveaway. Yeah. I remember this. It's so funny because it's like nowadays you do that and it's like, oh, my God you fucking get slapped it's like no but that's that's what I have to do in the game that's how I have to determine who Meryl is it's been programmed in me
1: yeah (laughs) I know that's fucking funny and then of course there was the final Metal Gear like he was that was oh I died I remember spending weeks just dying and and and, uh, dying and dying and dying
0: and uh, the ninja
1: oh he was good I'm just gonna look up the list of the bosses (laughs) hey Google give me a list of Metal Gear Solid 1 bosses the the Ninja was so phenomenal, and I loved
0: Here's that details. There we they, go. they kind of expanded on it. What was the name? Fox?
1: Gray Fox. Gray Fox. Yeah, that's it. Vulcan Raven. Yeah, that was the guy. Oh, a Cyborg Ninja. Yeah. Yeah. There's the list of them there. They're all badass. They're all badass. I need yeah. to go home. This is the only game I can't find. If you go by the, the, the Metal Gear packet from PlayStation, which I did because I'm stupid, yeah. you get two, three, and four. Yeah. No one. Why? Well, how big can it be to just... Pack it on there at the end. There must be some legal shit, kind of like how Sonic 3 is well, never f- in f- compilations <laughs> of Sonic because of Michael Jackson, right? Like, yeah. it's got to have something like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: So, the one thing we haven't touched on yet that we were actually saying that we were going to touch on was the rock band and Guitar Hero.
1: Yeah, they were revo- huge. revolutionary in the in 2000s. I mean, anybody that didn't play instruments, for people who played them like us, we were like, that's fucking stupid. I can play a real instrument. And for people that didn't play an instrument, it, it got them into it. Some of them had even led them to actually become musicians. The the ultimate party game. So
0: currently, so I have a buddy at work who's anybody who's, who's just starting out would think he was antisocial. I'm like, no, no, you just need to know what he, he prefers to talk about. Conspiracy theories, politics, and Rock Band guitar here. Yeah, <laughs> he likes that stuff. Right? <laughs> so recently, I was like, "Hey, man, I just got the Rock Band guitars. The Rock Band game. I need to get your the bus- drums. Yeah, get
1: the drums. Oh, for sure. Akuma, That's I lo- we gave all three of us here. One of us on bass. One of us on gitter. What's she? <laughs> Tamara's like, wait, what? Was not- yeah, no, we're
0: gonna involve you in Rock Band. Is <laughs> <All right. laughs> she gonna sing?
1: Cause you're it's the s- epic. You're the singer. <laughs> like how she just scoffs at that. <laughs>
0: oh you're gonna be part of rock pain if i get the drums you can play bass i'll I'll do guitar
1: bass players are like cheerleaders there we go oh shit
0: oh man there's so many jokes what do you call a guy who hangs it with the band the bassist
1: (laughs) (laughs) how many guitar players does it take to screw in a light bulb 10 One to screw it in, nine to talk about how they could have done it better. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I love dead music
0: jokes. (laughs) So, yeah. Drummers get a lot of them. Ultimate party game. Any party, any house party in in like the 2000s. It was was cool because you could have a kid's birthday
1: based around Rock Band and uh, and Guitar Hero. Or you could just get your friends over and get drunk. And, like, okay, so
0: the first couple games that came out, it was like, okay, you know, one guitar, two guitars. And then, you know, uh, there was a separation in the company that led to rock band coming out that split away from guitar hero. And suddenly you now had guitar and bass it, and drums and vocals. And, and like they, way they, better. they ended up beating it. Like, it's like now, now you have like keyboards in the game and it's like, Oh, DJ shit, hero, DJ hero. Now you're never, never played. It. You ever played <whistles> DJ hero? <whistles> no, me
1: neither. Yeah. Oh shit. I think it is. <laughs> I think I was out there when we were working on your car one time. And I think I saw it a lot. <laughs> yeah plug that shit in and see if it works i never tried that i never tried that yeah but no i think it was a big influence on on kids playing today there was a green day guitar hero that, that was huge and lots of fun there was an acdc uh band. rock band rock band sorry van yeah. halen had yeah. their own yeah there was some, Uh, beatles I don't know if there was a guitar so, hero,
0: Beatles. So, no, no. So, that so Rock Band did, like, the more individual band things. Okay. And then Guitar Hero came out with uh, Aerosmith and Metallica.
1: Aerosmith and Metallica. Right, 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 right. And the Metallica yeah. one is fucking... It's, like, super hard. Like, when you put it on experts. Like, no, anybody... <laughs> you can... If you play every Metallica song without any struggle... You will still struggle to play the expert version of one of the songs on there. I just made it so. I mean,
0: it's pretty clear that guitar hero is nothing like actually playing guitar. It's it's just it's a video game. But the drums are very similar to playing drums. The drums
1: are similar, so I liked I liked that part of it. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I mean, (laughs)
0: some people in my music career, some people that I know that. I mean, they might have heard me sing like my songs and then they invited me over for a rock band and then I'd start singing rock band and then they'd be like, oh, you can can sing. I'm like... (laughs)
2: Would you you didn't, hear, you didn't hear like the rest that's, of my that's shit? That's the
1: problem with the original shit though, man. People <laughs> they don't they don't they don't understand how hard it is to sing because they haven't heard it before. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you're up there singing Black Hole Sun, they're like, Oh shit, that's hard to sing and he's doing a great job, right? That's why karaoke, man. You go out and you do karaoke, that's right. Oh, yeah. you, yeah. you go to a karaoke gig, you do a song, and then you hand out copies of your record to everybody after the gig. Do,
0: so I mean we know that when you play live on stage uh you can do like the shit that blows people away like Slim Shady shit, right? Do you have anything karaoke wise that you could do that people would be like, "Wow, okay."
1: Yeah, um anxious Paradise.
0: Kansas Paradise. Because I
1: rap the verses and I sing all the choruses yeah. and then I do the "Tell me why." don't wait, like we did the yeah. other day and people are like, yeah. "Oh, this guy's awesome." Yeah. Um uh, pretty Fly for a White Guy because it's really go. high. I, I played that. So don't debate. <laughs> Play us. <laughs> you do yeah. that at a karaoke. Yeah. Game, people are like, this guy is fucking Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um,
0: I, I played uh, Pretty Fly for a White Guy shortly after it came out at a house party and like oh, there there were the actually people, like love. there were like four girls like and I was like, wait, you <laughs> really yeah just because yeah. i can play pretty fly for a could white play guy for my offspring um
1: right. uh yeah oh yeah that's it that's do <laughs> who would have thought Is a panty job so drummer? so for
0: me um <laughs> karaoke, i love i love karaoke even though my voice is kind of leaving me now, but I have had karaoke stories. You've actually heard me do Tenacious D. Yep. Um, t- I love doing Tenacious D, and then uh, I did "Whiskey in the Jar" by Metallica, and somebody's like, "Wow, you can pull out Metallica too." Yeah, that's a tough
1: song to sing too because he really gives that "Whiskey in the Jar." Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, even James, you'll you rarely see them hear them do that live. Yeah. Number one, it's tuned D G C F A D, which is your tuning. Yeah. Um, so it's perfect for you, I guess, but. It, it's not perfect for James. I swear to God, he should have gone down to C Sharp because <laughs> yeah. he has trouble doing it live. Yeah. And then,
0: uh, so, our mutual friend, Blake, him and I, we were at a karaoke joint, and I did uh, Flagpole Sita by Harvey Danger. Okay. A classic song. Love that song. And I did that, and th- as I got off stage, everybody... Yeah. and it was crazy and then Blake he felt so honored from the fact that he knew me that he got up on stage to say I'm his groupie and the karaoke host is like you know a groupie is somebody that sleeps with the band right and so I'm like everybody oh uh, I'm like Blake fucking roadie
1: dude roadie oh my god <laughs> yeah that's pretty fucking funny oh my god we him and I had some crazy karaoke nights at Stag's Head back in like 2017 yeah. and shit oh man yeah, karaoke can be a lot. I will uh, fuck. I met like two of my girlfriends at karaoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, karaoke's can be a lot, a lot of fun. It's, it's it's gotta be. I don't know. It's gotta be the right situation. I've gone to karaoke and I want to kill myself too. It kind of depends. <laughs> I have. I've gone. And I've just been like this. This host sucks. I've uh, there was um. I don't want to name names, but there was a host that used to run nights downtown Oshawa, and he was like, he was an older guy, but he was really, really good. We yeah. would go every week to support this guy, and then he had a son, and his son was a uh, like. He's grooming him to be the next karaoke host kind of thing. Yeah. And it was kind of cool to see that. And they were just, I don't know what happened, but they just got so bad. They would like go outside and be like drinking and talking with people. And then the the guy inside would finish the song and just be dead silence. <laughs> For like a minute and a half, till someone came in. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was funny. They got wireless mics and they got real lazy and just started like running around. And then people would go out, show up and they'd be like, "I put a song in two hours ago, and this lady sang three times." You know, they'd like oh yeah. yeah, it got a little bit like that. So karaoke has to be done so that people aren't mad because yeah. people get pissed off easy, especially oh this is some of the ladies if they put a song in and you skip them. You know, if they're loud, if they're like a girl that's not like that good of a singer, but they yeah. have a giant ego and they make those, um, <laughs> you gotta be, oh, you got, oh you gotta be careful. Oh, gotta be, oh my god, I was I put Adele in an hour ago, and the guy just looking at her like you cannot fucking sing Adele. Uh, you're next. <laughs> I, swear, <laughs> I swear, I swear. He's, and he doesn't put her in next because he's hoping she leaves because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nobody wants to hear this girl go, Gaga. <gasps> Shut up! Please stop! Please turn yeah. our mic down. Add delay, Dad. <laughs> none of it's working.
0: Everybody's none of going. It's working. Everybody's going out for a smoke, even the non-smokers. Everyone's All right, smoking. Cool. All, All right.
1: right, the non-smokers are out there uh, selling <laughs> cigarettes. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Everyone <laughs> and anybody that's not smoking is in the, in the bathroom doing lines. So it's a, yeah, definitely the end of this karaoke. Please stop. Yeah. But then you'll have someone like I, the other thing I love about karaoke. On the other end of it is with people that are good. Someone yeah. goes up and they're just like, you know, I don't know. I used to blow my mind sometimes. You Like once again, you get a girl come out and she'd be like this kind of cute girl that looked like she was out to just kind of sing and hang with her friends and then they'd go up and they'd do like Mary J. Blige and fucking kill it. Like identical. Yeah. Or, so, or or something complicated. Something hard with some real rasp in the voice. Yeah. And just amazing. You know what I mean? That was really cool to see. You don't see it with guys as much. Guys go up and they do a thing. Usually they're drunk and they're there to have fun. But the girls sometimes would go up and do amazing stuff. Yeah. Uh, Something uh,
0: something that uh, nobody actually expected to hear from me because they've always seen me as this rocker and people who don't know me see the tattoos and they're like, okay, he's probably a rocker. And then uh, the last time I did karaoke was actually at a Value Village Christmas party and I busted out Michael Buble's Feeling Good. So his version of Feeling Good. And I love that song. It sounds so
1: 7 Oh man! I, d- I don't know Blaze, but I definitely am a huge fan of Matt Bellamy from Muse. Does the "Feeling Good" as well, yeah. and it's so good. But to be honest, the, the original, the original from 1963, I think, yeah. is just one of the greatest songs ever written. It's why it's been done so yeah. many times. It's such a cl- It's a classic, and that scale. That well, boom, I mean,
0: so boom. When I first heard boom, the song, boom, I was like, "Oh man, do, this could be a do, like a like a James boom, Bond song." And then Buble put out a music video doo. for it, and he's like a double agent in the video. I'm like, all right, doo doo good. Doo doo. That's doo doo. how I felt, and he he captured it. I fucking. Love but that. along with the way this episode has gone, there will be again a part two of the 2000s. Uh, there will be a part two of the 80s. There will will be a part two of the 90s. Man. But but next week uh, we're going to talk some music. But we're we might delve into dive into uh the 2010s a little bit
1: i'd be down i mean it is 2022 it's been two years now so they are kind of in the past we could uh oh man like i was looking at like well we discussed movies for a
0: fair chunk of this at the beginning and i was like man but 2010 and on was like the that's when the the, marvel universe took well not just the marvel it was the decade of movie remakes so Hollywood ran out of ideas and just started remaking everything. And then the Marvel Comics kind of came in and started stealing everything. And like, yeah. and then it pissed off all the big producers and directors. Like, oh, man, comic book movies are shit. They don't have any real storyline. And it's like, okay, well, that, that is something to
1: talk about on its own. So, and then they started de- getting into developing them so that they were like close to real movies. So there were comic book movies so people were there to draw for the name, but then they, there was this cool story that wasn't just this basic bad guy versus good guy. Unrealistic <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? They tried to give it that. I love that. So yeah, yeah we could do that too. But either way, uh, we've got our Hot Runs. Hot Ones Part 2 video that will be probably a couple weeks ago away. I want to try and get Eric on, the guy that I jam with, so what, for the music episodes. So yep. We're going to get into that. So there's all kinds of good shit coming in the shot pot in the next few weeks. And then, yeah, we'll do a... two. We should talk about 2010s for sure.
0: Yeah. But in the meantime, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This was on the
1: 2000s... <laughs> Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, iHeartRadio, Apple, all the shit, all the podcasts. Don't forget to zero in, in ShotPod. Shot. We hope to hear, uh, hear hear from you guys. Don't forget to email us or message us on Facebook and all that stuff if you have any questions or any comments on, on our content or you have any topics you want us to cover. What he said. <laughs> See you guys next week. All right, peace out.